This episode of Tundra Talk is brought to you by Frontier Outfitters. You've heard us mention them on the podcast before, and if you're in Fairbanks or you're going to be coming through Fairbanks for a fishing, hunting, or camping trip, it's a great place to stop and get what you need. It's a locally owned Fairbanks business that I've been shopping at since I came up here, and really it's the type of sporting goods store you would hope to find in a place like Fairbanks. They've got a ton of hunting, fishing, trapping, and camping supplies, including backpacking meals and stoves, clothing, real rain gear, good footwear, including mountain hunting boots like Loa, rubber boots like Extra Tufts and Lacrosse, and they also have a great selection of guns, ammo, shooting and hand loading supplies, and even muzzle loading stuff. Now, they also carry a wide variety of fishing and dip netting equipment to tackle just about any fish Alaska has to offer. In Century Hardware downstairs, you'll be able to find a big selection of marine, snow machine, and ATV supplies like ramps, hitches, gun boots, um, good gas jugs, not the junk you find everywhere else, and all sorts of odds and ends for your boat or anything else you could need, and of course, whatever hardware you might find yourself in need of. In fact, it's one of those stores that you'll usually end up leaving with more than you planned on buying because they're really good at finding and stocking things that you just didn't realize you needed until you saw them. Frontier Outfitters is located in the Gavor Mall on 3rd and Old Steese in Fairbanks, as well as Century Hardware out in North Pole. It's a great store, so next time you're gearing up, get on down there and tell them you heard about it on Tundra Talk. This episode of Tundra Talk is also brought to you by Hedgecock Group Real Estate, a local brokerage that can cover your real estate needs in the Fairbanks area, whether it's residential, commercial, or just undeveloped property. The Hedgecocks have been active in the Fairbanks and North Pole real estate market since the early 80s and have put together a team that really reflects the diverse needs of homebuyers in interior Alaska. With a brokerage team made up of multi-generation Fairbanks locals, transplants, and military veterans, they really understand the unique aspects of living in the interior and what that means when it comes to shopping for a home in general, buying land to build a home, and they also understand the situations that many military members are in when needing to buy or sell a home in Fairbanks. This is really a unique place to live, and whether it's learning why some houses have water-holding tanks instead of wells, how much it'll cost to heat a given house, or just what recreational opportunities are close by, they're here to help you. More than simply acquiring or building a piece of property, they can help you find the right property in the right place and help you learn from their experience. The Hedgecock Group offices are on Noble Street in Fairbanks, and if you want to get in touch with them, visit www.fairbanksakhomes.com. That's how you do it. Welcome back to Tundra Talk, everybody. I'm Tyler Friel, sitting down this evening with uh, Dr. Frank Schultz. And for all you pale face ladies who might be offended, the man who will be... The man who will be offended on his own behalf when he's damn good and ready. When I'm Temple damn Dillard. good and ready. Temple Dillard. I don't need you to be offended for me. I'll take care of it. Yeah, so uh, there's hunting and there's living. Uh-huh. And it's time to talk about moose hunting. How about I tell you a joke first that somebody... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> a little while ago. It's funny as hell. <laughs> I mean, it's like you can tell this to your kids. Okay. But it's fun. Right. An eight-pointer, a four-pointer, and a button buck are standing standing by a field browsing acorns. The eight-pointer says, I'm happy with ten does. We're really getting along. The four-pointer says, I'm happy as heck with my five. They really take care of me. 
The button buck says, my two are all right. Better than nothing, I guess. Then all of a sudden, a giant 14-pointer walks out into the field. The three bucks had never seen anything like him before. They were in awe. The big muck made a huge scrape and pissed in it, rubbed a tree the size of a telephone pole, and then snapped it off at the ground. The three bucks looked on in amazement. The eight-pointer says, I could probably get by with four does. Who really (laughs) needs ten anyways? The four-pointer says, you know, come to think of it, I only use one or two. I only really need one or two of mine. The button buck was silent as the other two bucks looked over, looked over at him in confusion. Suddenly, the button buck runs out into the middle of the field. He rips and tears up some grass, pisses all over the place, snorts and wheezes, rubs his head raw on a tree, and chews a lick branch clean off. Then he runs back over to his buddies. His friends immediately ask him. What in the heck are you doing? I'm just making sure this big son of a bitch knows I'm a buck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. This is a butt I, buddy of mine sent that to me today. I was like, that's, that's a good one. Pretty I, good. I, pretty yeah, good shit. That's yeah. pretty funny. I had to start a meme album on my phone, included which has the, uh, w- like, when people ask how old I was when I started fishing, and it looks like Frank sitting <laughs> oh, there, yeah, kid holding a beer with a cigarette Frank. hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> it does look like Frank. You, and then I sent you guys those pictures yeah, of me with like yeah. fuck it, like it looks yeah. I sent that to my parents and I, my mom's like oh my god we didn't take that picture but we didn't allow you to drink and smoke at that age <laughs> and then there's the one that's like when you sing along to the O'Reilly's the auto parts song oh my god <laughs> oh man but I like that one uh, yeah the deer reminds me the one that's like you can tell that joke was written on the east coast because it's like. 14 pointers and eight pointers, yeah, and shit, yeah. not three buys or four buys, seven we're, buys, whatever, you yeah. know. We're going to have to modify that a little for telling here. The w- yeah. the one where um, did uh, it's like, it's a illustrate like cartoon, like this hooker leaning over a car. That it's shit like, is yeah. fun. And it's like, $50, whatever you want, baby. He says, how far can you drag a deer? <laughs> <laughs> you better bring a friend. Yeah, oh, man. That's good shit right there. But, uh, yeah, freaking moose moose hunting. That was uh, after a much needed relief. Like even before sheep hunting, I was like, I feel a little guilty, but I'm just looking forward to moose hunting. It, it, we're turning it into Lug- luxury a, a Cadillac ride. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sucks where we're going. It's hard to get there. No, it's a, it's bitch a super pain in the ass for. Like the logistics you guys are dealing with to do what you're doing. A nightmare. Yeah. But once you're there, you're just like lap a luxury, Uh you know, Mm -hmm. I can deal with a shit storm to start, you know, to start with and end with, to like get to where I'm going. Cause it's so long as when I'm there, I'm comfortable. It's not, it's exactly. It's not anything that's like, like, I mean, some of the spots we've gone sheep hunting, you know, like. It's to- you're you like even- how, you're like are we going to be able to f- do this like is it going to be too dangerous like certain things you're doing with your equipment I think it's that like- it's like almost uh, it's incomparable it's not you can't even compare like what we're doing sheep hunting compared to what we're doing moose hunting because there's too many no, things that are, that are not different. even it's not whether- but but I'm saying like it's yeah. not it's not a deal where you're like are we going to absolutely destroy our equipment or like is uh is this 
glacial river going to be too high and stuff like that. It's like, we can get, we just, you know, we know what we're in for. It's just a lot of work. Um, A lot of time and a lot of work to get out there. Yeah, it takes several trips to get. Now that we got the dog sled break, everything's great. Oh, that's (laughs) freaking so, like, right out of the bat. If you're having to, like, do a little bit of winching and some. (laughs) Or of, like. Miles of winching. Miles of winching <laughs> in like some super like swampy, tusky country with no, or floating bog country oh. with no trees of any size, no, nothing no, bigger, no nothing bigger than your like pinky finger to yeah. hook onto. Um, a guy, you know, a buddy hooked me up with a, a dog sled anchor. Thank you. Uh, that's basically, you know, like a couple, it's like got a couple hooks and, uh, you know, some, it's kind of welded together, and but it, it's made. You know, they, you know yeah. mushers kick out yeah, that yeah, yeah, thing, and they stomp it into the it's snow. Like, it's like two hooks. Two single grapples is yep. what I'm going to call it, with some crossbars welded. Yeah, caught like a blade, you know, yeah. crossbar yeah. Oh, it's blade. even got a blade on there. Like between the well, two hooks. Well, it's just a separator. Yeah. It's just yeah. basically a separator yeah. deal, but those but things. They'll kick yeah. that. Yeah. Mushers will pound, stomp that down in the trail, yeah. and, it, and it, you know, is supposed to help hold their sled. So... Well, it stops the dogs from taking out when they got to go and like yeah. untangle their dogs yeah. or whatever. Keeps them yeah. from running off. Well, it also keeps your four wheeler moving forward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no shit. Those that thing kicks ass. Yeah, that thing worked. Yeah, you know, I would just bring it out and or whoever was using it, bring it, bring it out and stomp it behind a tussock or just mm-hmm. in there, and it might pull a little bit, but one, it, it eventually gathers up enough shit that it grabs. It gets a good and it pulls. Pops you. Yeah, and it's not like you're. There was a couple, there's times when we had to like winch all the way to it and then pull it out again and put it in again. And like, but most of the time it's like you pull it out, hook it. And if you're not hooking it like this, you know, like a super steep angle, you actually pull it out 30 feet or something like that and hook onto it. You literally just like move forward six or eight feet and you can pull it and you're good. Yeah. Go again. You know, it's not, it's not stuff that you're ever just like, buried to the axles where it doesn't tr- need it you don't need a tremendous amount of force you know one tussock underneath the middle of the quad yeah and all four or, tires or are high fucking spinning or your trailer the meat yeah. trailer is acting like a fucking trail groomer uh-huh. yeah um, it's got two tussocks already stuck in the front <laughs> yeah. of it and like we're gonna alter that we've decided we're gonna alter the meat trailer next year and put a piece of uhmw like under under the front of it yeah. to put like a ski yeah, yeah. a ski yeah, tip yeah. on the front uh, of the belly because the thing it's really a nice if you were just towing that thing down a trail it's a really nice mm-hmm. meat hauler but it's square front when you're and it drops down between like crop, the, yeah. the it drops down between the wheels Mm-hmm. And it just, that flat front just catches every tussock top. And it just like pull, pull, pull. And then all of a sudden you rip one loose. And then that one catches the next one. And then you're like, well, now we're going to do something about it. So we when we flipped it over at the end, we were just like, why don't we just put a piece of UHMW on the bottom of this uh-huh. thing? And like, we'll just, you know, rivet it through. And fuck, the thing will just like ride up, up on it. Yeah. Just yeah. start pulling <clears throat> over top. A, I did that with a snow machine that. It didn't quite have enough flotation. It'd submarine yeah. through the deep snow, so I extended a UHMW belly pan forward of the bumper. Yeah, and you bolted it to the bumper, and it was like two feet, a foot, foot and a half forward of the of the bumper and up. Mm-hmm. And it would just man, that thing floated awesome. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, my sled that doesn't come with it, but you can be like, yeah, put that. 
Yeah, that they call it like skid a protection plate, type plate deal, or whatever, yeah. but it's literally it like turns the whole bottom of your sled into like when you're in deeper yeah, snow. I mean, I've like seen guys do that. I've seen guys do along. that with them old like old uh, the old Scandics mm-hmm. uh, before they they were wide tracks and stuff. Just the old like '90s Scandics. Yeah. They'd have a big old sheet of UHMW. You know, for running over through burns and over stumps and brush and stuff, because yeah. like to be practical, yeah. even a you know four wheeler or snow machine, like you got to be able to just crash through the brush and yeah. stuff. You yeah. don't have time to just stay on trails. Yeah. <laughs> that was a '91 Super Track. That you put that <laughs> yeah. bottom on, yeah. yeah. That was before wide tracks. I think a year or two later, they come out with wide tracks. That one was 15 by 156, I believe, and. uh it really was something, and until I got you know yeah, newer different sled, yeah, yeah. Which I might you know, speaking of snow machines, we might be doing doing a like a lineup test like thing for outdoor life. Yeah, sleds really nice. That could be a so lot of fun. we may need like we may need some some test drivers. I volunteer, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, like I volunteer only if I can keep the sled like, that I get to use. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need to. Add, I need to do something eventually. Oh, it's dangerous! It's dangerous, man. Like this, you know. I got to oh, use that Suzuki last year, and then use this Polaris 850, and it's a big machine. It, it could have used like the only thing I'd change because I just went with the stock. The Suzuki I bought mud lights for, uh-huh. and then sold them to Frank. They're uh-huh. now on my um, <laughs> my Polaris, and this one's got 28. They're better than like normal normal stock tires. And they're, I think, would be great trail tires. I wish I would have hopped on that Suzuki more last year than oh, I did because I, I ran the Polaris a bunch yeah. this year because you left and, I, you know, I was yeah. with your dad. But, well, I mean, we'll get to that. But I ran that Polaris a bunch this year and that thing, it's totally different than my my machine. Yours? It's he- a lot heavier uh-huh. and it's different. But the low-end power, like when you put it in low yep. and you just like... Fucking moving moose around. That thing's a <laughs> You're like, beast, dude. Holy shit, this thing is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it'll like spoil you. And the and well, like that Suzuki had um, EPS like power steering. Whoa! But this Polaris this, power, steering power steering is, is unbelievable. Un- yeah. Oh man, dude! And when I got back, like I just ran my. At my, fucking, you feel like you're riding a fucking like, paint shaker. Like, he's like, <laughs> like pushing on this fucking steering. I'm like, this is shit. Yeah, like, like literally, you know, I eventually, like, I came in the first time I jumped on my 400 here that I keep in the yard. And I, like, luckily, it's nice because I, I love that machine, but and I haven't had to beat on that particular machine in the past couple of years. But it's like riding on a freaking paint shaker <laughs> compared yeah. to... Oh, no. It's, it's like, like blah, blah, blah. unreal. It's, yeah. yeah, so... The first uh, quad that I got on that had uh, power steering was a Can-Am. And that was when they first started, like, right yeah, when they yeah. first came out with power steering. And I was like, uh, you know, it's like, you notice it. Yeah. But... Then last year, then now this year, and it's just like yeah, same, it gets better and better. Same thing and that better. like the the Suzuki had power steering and it made a difference, but this is like on another is on another level. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it's such a smooth ride machine. It just like just the low end, just you know, like yeah. you don't ever need to really, or I never really even just in wind ve- it up. like vehicles, four wheelers, whatever, everything in general these days, like. You just turn the lights on. 
new shit, and it's uh-huh. like I can fucking see everything. This whole this whole LED technology with yeah. everything is like that quad. You turn the lights on, you're like see left, see right, not just like. This little tunnel, yeah. oh, oh high, low. Like I could glow. like see four feet in front, or I could soft, see twelve feet in front. With soft high and yellow low. glow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now you like turn the lights on anything, and it's like you and it's can not see e- doesn't your even peripheral, have a light bar. your yeah. peripheral vision, everything in in black dark at uh-huh. three o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. You can see literally everything. Yeah, which is so fucking huge. Yeah, yeah, it, it's nice, and uh, so yeah, like I got got this four wheeler and and. I mean, we hauled that and hauled camp and all our bullshit up and kind of staged Canoes it and then and canoe and went in to hunt. It was like September 9th we went in this we year. Finally, 9th, it was yeah. like because we were planning on going the 10th and it was coming up because because we got delayed three days sheep hunting, like my wife was going to be able to like I was gonna, just going to be able to stay out for 10 days moose hunting. That wasn't going to happen no more. Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right, I got like five days, and then I got to come out. So we made a plan. I was like, my schedule is clear. (laughs) I'm like, for like 12 to 14 days, I'll be like, you you know where to find me. Like, it's my, it's my, like, it's, I'm, it's like. My pick, too, of all the years. Yeah, right? You're like, I get first shot, like, first moose. Yeah. And then I got a lease, so the pressure was on a little bit, but, um. I was like, man, just the way as busy this year's been, I'll just take whatever yeah. I can get. And uh, I feel like if I don't tell my unsuccessful story first, I'm gonna be a letdown. Tell like your that, story yeah. right now. Is Interject right? right now. Interject, Go. yeah. Fuck yeah. So the plagues of my moose hunt started in March, when my inreach. The fell Ides out of, of my, March. Huh? The Ides of fucking March. <laughs> My my. Uh, it's like when all the smiles start to turn up instead yeah. of down. <laughs> yeah, March. That's, that's when my problems with this moose hunt started. <clears throat> I dropped my inreach out on my trap line, and I kept thinking, "All right, it's going to pop up. It's going to pop up. I'm going to find it." Never found it. Come September, I get a text from my trap line neighbor. Hey, did you lose an inreach? And I'm thinking. You know what? It hasn't popped up. I might have. Yeah. Well, this one's got your name on it. Some moose hunters <laughs> found it out on the trap line. So I go after moose season had started. Had this started. Fall. Yeah, this fall. How the fuck did they know to get it to him? He bumped into him out there. Does he moose hunt out there as well? He was probably grouse hunting. He joy okay. riding. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. He bumped into them and they're like, "Yeah, we found this in reach." He turns it on. Finds my name, gets me a text. I get it from him. It works. It, I tested it. Did, I you, did he text you from your inReach or from no, his phone? his phone. His okay, phone. right on. So I tested the inReach. I charged it up. Thought all was great. I found out later that it died. It it ran. The battery ran down, and I couldn't get it to take charge from my battery pack out, out camping. Well, I was texting the shit out of you. Yeah, I, I heard. I yeah. heard later, yeah. I, was, I wasn't ignoring you, Frank. I'm sorry. Well, I know. Your wife texted me. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> So, and then the, my moose hunt got even worse in July when Uncle Dan had a heart attack. Mm. Yeah. And your he, hunting partner. Yeah. Like your moose hunting partner. Yeah. Uh, so he couldn't come up. Uh, the only other time he couldn't come up in the last eight years was uh, was he had some piddly ass, like, 25-year wedding anniversary or something, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they he didn't come up that year. So um, the first year I met you, you were by yourself. Every year that we were yeah. hunting down there, yeah, you were with Dan. Yep, and that's when I met him, and yep. yeah, really got to know you. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> My wife thought you were a figment for years. 
because right? the only time you're like the only time I ever see this guy <laughs> is when I'm moose hunting. <laughs> uh, so Uncle Dan can't come up, and it's going to be just me and Aiden. And my dad says he wants to go, and so uh, he came, and uh, he asks me, "So how long are we going to be out there? Like, what's if if we have to stay out there as long as you know how long? Like up to ten days. Season ends the twenty fifth. <laughs> <laughs> up to ten days. All right." So three days to a week. None, none, pop. <clears throat> Up to 10 days. So there was our first misunderstanding right there. Uh, the weather wasn't great um, the first day or two. It was cold. We were in a nylon tent because we're taking everything in one boat trip, right? Because that's how far I'm going. You get yourself an Arctic oven, you sell tent, temple your... Yes, fucking sir. Cabela's tent. <laughs> I've got a I've got a canvas tent and wood stove. This tent would not be bad for moose hunting. No oh, hell no. So why I, don't you fucking bring that? Space. Space, weight, yeah, okay. So on. Right on. So I decided not to bring that. We brought the nylon tent. We brought a cot for my dad, which he ended up being sleeping on the cot was worse for him than sleeping on a air mattress on the ground. So that sucks. I Gave him my little air mattress, and I slept on the cot, which I thought was better than the ground. But Do you not put an air mattress on the cot? That, that would be a great combination. I oh. was sleeping on the ground, so I'm like, this air mattress not is Not would mine. be. It is. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so then when he, when he took the air mattress, I'm like, all right, well, I'll take the cot. So Good that's on. how that panned out. Good on you. Yeah. We didn't wake up as and get going as early as we should have. We didn't stay out as late as we should have. We did see a moose, um, and I, I, like I've said before, I hunt with a Browning Auto. My neighbor kind of like don't speed it up. Well, like tell a, your story. I'm not speeding it up. Oh, it seems like you're rushing it. Ah, well, you're like oh, and then this, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. da 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 da. We're like, done. It, <laughs> we went home. Details. Unsuccessful stories ain't all that fun. But no, it's but all the details. Like dude, okay. learn. Unsuccessful stories come with everybody's hunts. Eventually, or yeah. all the fucking time. Yeah. I mean, it just depends on the person and what happens. Yeah. Like, you're a successful hunter. You normally, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm yeah, lucky. No, well, you're successful. You do something right. There's yeah. a reason why you come home with me most Nine of the out time. Of Eleven times. So yeah, far. that's not luck. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. So I brought the Browning Auto 338, which I did not keep as clean as I ought have. Aiden brought his 243. Which uh, from his other gun what, hand? What is that? What make is that? Uh, it's a Thompson Center two forty three. Right on. I uh, found I got that sighted in before moose season, and it it it's such a sweet little shooter. Like, well, yeah, you uh, had it out at Frank's. Yeah, I had it out time. at yeah. Frank's, yeah. and uh, I didn't quite get it zeroed. I was getting frustrated. The ammo wasn't jiving. I got. But when you find the I right got shit, what was it that worked with it? Hundred grain, hundred grain Sierras. All right. 100 grain co- uh, solid copper monolithic Sierras. All right. I believe was what worked real good with that. Right on. So that day I went out and shot the 338, the 270, and uh, the 243, and I went down in that order. I got my 338 right. right you kick it's, your ass to uh, start with yeah, rather just, than we're at gonna, the end. We're going to start here with the, <laughs> the Whomper. And then the 270 was like a 22 after that, and then the 243 is like a BB gun. It was really, it was really quite comforting, and I got it all right. And then I went for a shakedown cruise. And so when you, 
when you go and dial him in, was Aiden with you? No, he was at school. Oh, okay, right so. on. But he, you took. Does he? He goes out and shoot. He's shot the two forty three. No, he's never shot the two forty three. He's shot twenty twos and pellet rifles. And I, should he have shot the two forty three before going hunting? Absolutely. Yeah. And and he it, should. Yeah. Yeah. Without and a doubt. He you will. know where my shooting range is. Yeah. You he's know where gonna, my keys are. Like, you got the green light to take you. him out there anytime. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You know that already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that day that I sighted those guns in, I'm towing the 24-foot boat with my 35 long tail, going to go take a shakedown cruise. And I go, and the motor's running great. The boat's handling great up and down the river. I'm having a great evening. It's beautiful weather. I'm climbing over trees and shit in the river. And uh, it's, I start noticing some weird handling. Like, this thing doesn't want to turn this particular way. What in the hell is wrong here? Which way was it not turning? Left port. It didn't want to turn that way. So I look back, and my motor's all cockeyed. The frame had broke. So my motor's hanging by one bolt. So was it broken on the left side? Yeah. 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 And it... uh, So now I'm I'm seven miles upriver of the truck. I got cell phone reception. I'm calling my wife thinking you should come get me from here and then drive me to the truck and i'll drive the truck here to where i can pick the boat up and we were having a communication issue me and her did you make it up and pass the road again i was at the road when i figured out what was broke oh no shit so i had to go back down to the truck i know exactly where you're like i'm just wondering like exactly how many miles that is seven Seven. <clears throat> so uh, me and my wife have our communication issue, which I, I'm still trying to understand, but I got to get over it. So I, I decide, all right, I'm just going to limp back down river on this one bolt and hope my motor. <laughs> limp back down to the truck, come along the boat onto the trailer. Is that how you got it? Once there's no power, you don't have a crank you got to come nah, along it. i need to put a crank on there the crank broke off it's a second-hand trailer so I but you, come you just along. come along right on yeah. but I, you typically don't i, I mean you typically drive the power right, right on. on yeah okay but hanging on one <clears throat> bolt i didn't feel like doing that so now i gotta wake up my b-team boat uh, a different 24 footer with a 35 go devil surface drive i spend a day tearing some extra shit off of that boat that it had when i bought it wake the motor up do maintenance on it take it for a shakedown cruise and it it was good so that's the boat we took hunting loaded with too much crap me my dad and my son and too much crap we had to spend the first night we were hoping to make it to a public use cabin and we did but it was occupied so we we didn't stay there we slept on the beach and we get up to so you're in communication with rob yeah, I, I, I knew Rob was, was going to be in the same area. Yep, yeah. yep, and we did actually bump into Rob. We ended up camping within a few miles of each other, right. hanging out a little bit. Well, that's when it all started, yeah. when I was like, I'm, yeah. I text him on the inReach, and I'm like, Where the hell's Temple? Where the fuck is Temple? Like, I thought you guys were supposed to be together, and he's like, well, we didn't end up at the same spot at the same time, and I can see his fire. And I was yeah, like, turned out he's he like, I'm a little bit fire. above him. I can see his fire. And I'm like, well, I've been texting him and I'm not getting shit for response. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Yeah, we end up on the on the same river as Rob. But it was this. It was not until the next day. Yeah, that we hooked that up. he pulled. Like he was like, "I'm uh, out of here. This is shit." Yeah, yeah. So I get I get to the target drainage. I didn't make camp as high up as I wanted to go. I'm because we found a nice soft flat spot where there was lots of firewood, and I said, "Fuck it, right here. Yeah, this is good. It's easy to beach here." It's an easy camp spot. There's a big slough right here. I've seen giant moose standing right at that slough from camp before when uh, before season opened. So right there. That's where we'll camp. We went up real high the the third day we were out trying to find caribou there. Didn't Did you get it. Pops to get a caribou tag and you got a moose Pop, tag? Or? Pop had the moose tag. We tried to get Aiden to shoot. I, uh, I'm sorry. Pop had the registration caribou tag okay yeah. we tried to get aiden to shoot because up until last yeah. year like you can hold one or yeah. like one or the other or whatever and they didn't yeah. make it to where you could hold both this year yeah so i had a moose tag and we'd try to get aiden to shoot pop had the caribou tag we'd try to get aiden to shoot didn't see a caribou didn't didn't see a bear every place we stopped there was caribou uh old caribou tracks newer moose tracks lots of wolf tracks lots of bear tracks no fresh caribou sign. So we go back down and decide we're just going to hang out down low, nearer the flatter water, and uh, hunt up and down, hunt up and down. Little bit of calling, little bit. I didn't hear any calling. It didn't feel like it was time to call. What days were these? The 8th and 9th Because I think this 10th. shit is like, I'm starting to... I'm starting to wrap my head around like how fucking important timing. <laughs> yeah, like these yeah. days, literally, yeah. this is like hours. I'm finding out like seems yep. to be that are it's important. Like the days and hours of days sometimes yeah. can dictate like when bulls are going to get and when cows start to you know like everything starts to happen. Yeah. So on on like the fourth fourth or fifth day. We're going up river. It's cold, and I decide we're going to stop here and warm up, stretch our legs, pee, walk up and down the bank, and that's what we're doing. And yeah, you know, we all kind of fanned out a little bit, and it was a dry riverbed on the inside of this curve, with an island in the middle. And the dry riverbed is, you know, it's dry. Pop walks down there, and then I'm looking over here to to away from there, and Pop start screaming or not screaming but hollering my name i look over and he's pointing over his shoulder at a moose so now my dad's between me and the moose he's pointing at pointing out to me i'm like you gotta move <laughs> move right, duck lay down <laughs> flat <laughs> melt into the dirt pop <laughs> so he gets out the way and i overthink it the thing is kind of trotting at less than 200 yards to the left so it's a hard quartering away thing i overthink it i lead him too much and the bullet goes right where my crosshairs were under his nose i thought he'd walk into it oh but, yeah you know, they gotta be I moving over, he, I had no wind no nothing at 200 yards they gotta be moving yeah, to like come fast. into that bullet yeah and like he, running he was not moving that fast <clears throat> and it wasn't you know perpendicular to me it was hard quartering away and i could tell by the way he reacted turning 90 degrees to my right giving me a better 
a less hard quartering away shot, and I'm thinking, all right, don't lead, just, yeah. just hit him. And to shoot him, to shoot him. Some bitch is eight feet long. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a 250 grain 338 bullet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I put the crosshairs where I want the bullet to go and squeeze the trigger and the fucking gun goes click. Soft primer strike. And I think, shit, it's haunting me. So I rip the bolt back. It spits out the unfired shell and fails to feed the next one. And I look up and I watch the moose disappear into the into uh, the brush. So, um, so what kind of bull are we talking about? Little, big, medium. Forty. He might have been forty. 40 primo. Less than fifty, more than thirty. Yeah. He was perfect, perfect. So I go into the boat, unload they're the. Just, they're pretty much all perfect. Yeah. When you get one down, <laughs> every one of them. <laughs> Every one from the the <laughs> barely palmated one to the sixty two, all eight Perfect. just fine. <laughs> so I go into the boat and I set up a a tub and a raincoat to use as a workspace, and I'm taking the gun apart and wiping it out, and I'm just all this gunky shit that I should have gotten rid of every year, right? Yeah, it's so, a semi. Yeah, yeah, it's a semi, not a bolt. I gotta yeah. treat it like a semi, not a bolt. Yeah. So I get it to where I think it'll be okay. I rip I put the magazine in, rip the bolt back, it slams home just like it should. I pick a rock on the other bank, it fires but fails to feed. Hmm. It's a fucking paperweight. Any WD forty with you? Yeah, Gasoline. I'll get, I'm, right, I'm, right. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Right. So I put it down and I think to myself, it's a paperweight for now. Uh, just, I was getting real frustrated. I was going to throw it in the river, so I put it down. <laughs> and I look up river, and there's either that same moose or a different one. Circled, you know, if it was the same one, it circled yeah. around and went up river of us. And it's watching us this whole time. I'm screwing with the gun and testing, test firing. Mm -hmm. And there it is, standing in about eyeball deep brush. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, self and i knew it was me because it was in my own voice grab <laughs> grab your kid's rifle so i start screaming at my kid and get him to come over and give me his 243 is he I'm already just, got his shoulder like he's got his rifle shouldered yeah, or he, he uh, on the sling on his shoulder yeah 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 so i'm thinking to myself wow with that 338 and a 250 grain bullet i would guess where his chest is in that brush and let him have it you would how far um, Sub 200, if 200. Holy shit, you'd send it right in there. Oh, yeah. In, no in, shit. In, in brush like that. It, it, was, it wasn't really brush. It was more grass. I wouldn't, you know, risk thick alders. I'm always I'm not fucking, doing that. I fucked that up once a long time yeah? ago, and I'm always like, ugh. I'm like so suspect of anything. Like I, in the grass... In the grass, I would do it. In in alder brush, willow brush, I don't know that I would. In grass, I would with the three thirty eight. I looked at it and decided not to do it with the two forty three. So yeah. I've got his two forty three in my hands now, and I hold it up in one hand and hold my open hand up in the other, trying to mimic antlers. And I'm like, yeah. hopefully we can just get make this better. To stay, yeah. So I start slowly walking to this moose, swaying. Ruh, ruh. He ain't buying what I'm selling. He mills around a little bit and then walks into the river. And he's standing perfect broadside, ankle deep to a moose water in the river. 
And in my head, I'm screaming, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him now, Temple. Why haven't you shot him yet? Well, I've done the moose rope down the river once before, and I, I was... You can look back and tell yourself what you should have done and oh, shouldn't have done. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's done. I yeah. didn't shoot him. So I keep walking at him. And he's just not buying it. So How can he tell? He's staying there, but what do you mean he's not buying he's it? He's not coming at that? me to tell me he's going to kick my ass. Hmm. So he walks across the river, and we're walking after him. And he's halfway across the river, and Aiden, he says, Dad, can I... Can I shoot it? And I'm like, fuck yeah, you can. But don't you shoot him in the river and right now find him in your scope and then shoot him when I say. So he's standing there offhand trying to find it in the scope. I can't find him, Dad. I can't find him. I can't find him. Can I use your shoulder? Sure. So I kneel down next to him, give him my shoulder and plug my ear and just kind of close the eye near the waiting for it to rip right away. And I'm like, ah. Oh, God, any second now. I can't find him, Dad. I can't find All right. So I snatched the gun from him, and now he's walking up the other bank. And I'm like, all right, this is the time. This is the time. I put the crosshairs where I want, squeeze the trigger on that little Thompson 243, expecting everything to be hunky-dory. Nothing fucking happens. Safety's still on. Smash the safety off, and now it's yeah. gone. Thank you, son. You treated this rifle like everybody should, and you put the safety on when you were done, like, and gave it to me. <clears throat> but Good that's work, not what boy. you said. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I might have had a little bit of a come apart. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, but I did tell him, "Look, son, none of that is on you." All right. That's, Hell no. No, he he was. Yeah. He didn't take a shot he couldn't make. He never handed me a, a, a an unsafe gun. Yeah. Uh, me. Me. And we never saw another moose. I, I We went back to camp for lunch. I made a table and took that gun apart as best I could and sprayed it with some ether and watched just black ethery gunk pour out of that bolt assembly. And, and then I sprayed some... some uh, WD or whatever version of it I had, and it it runs like a top now. I didn't know how slow it had gotten over the years. Yeah. After I sprayed it out and gave it a dose of WD and ripped that bolt back, I didn't know how slow it had gotten. It just... Yeah. yeah. Shit gets gunked up and it don't work no more. Yeah. yeah. So in the middle of all this, like I'm texting you like, hey, what's going on? Uh-huh. How you guys doing? Uh-huh. And I'm texting Rob, and Rob's like, hey, I don't know where Temple is. I like saw his campfire last night and all this bullshit. And but we're supposed to be in contact. Like we talked about this all the way, yeah. you know, yeah, all the way up until this point. And now Radio he's like, I got blacklisted by Temple. <laughs> <laughs> so. You fucking gave me shit about the one. Next thing I know, I'm getting a text from Erica. Uh-huh. And she's like, yeah, I don't, this is just a number that came up online, and I'm assuming this is Frank, but I can't get in touch with Temple. And I was like, I texted her back, and I was like, yes, this is, you know, it's Frank, blah, blah, blah. She's like, so I texted her, there's two numbers, and I think it's you and Rob, is what Temple was telling me, that he'd be in contact with you guys. And... I don't exactly know what's going on, but none of the messages going through to him or whatever. So I was like, well, so I, you know, was like, 
Well, Rob said he saw Temple and his yep. campfire last night, so I'd assume. And he's told me that he's going to go down and see what you, what they're doing tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon or whatever the case may be. And so she, thank you, you know, just keep me posted as far as what whatever's going to happen, you mm-hmm. know. And then Rob texts me back and he's like, yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on. I can't get in touch with Temple, but Temple's wife just texted me, not knowing who I was, but figured it out and said, yeah, I can't get in touch with Temple. So I told her that I was going to go down in the morning, whatever, and find it out. And then everything got so- sorted that your yeah, shit's yeah. junk. We bumped into You Rob. don't test it before you leave town. And- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let my, drop my fucking in reach in the snow, give my uncle a heart attack and don't clean my semi-auto. And you I didn't give your uncle a heart attack. Don't fucking beat yourself up too bad. I'm actually Jesus, not. Man. Not about that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So that, uh, I mean. Dude, it was, turd sandwiches. It was, Get it, handed it, out every once in a while. should have gone cheap button. You could have <laughs> your, caught your dose of shit. In cheap season, and then yeah. got it all out of the way for moose hunting. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it just doesn't we, fucking work, man. We ate good. There you go. Yeah. You know? Did you have a good time? Yeah, me and Aiden spent lots of time, you know, between hunting in the morning and hunting in the evening. I watch your video. He's pounding rocks, Hitting like rocks baseball and, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a great time, just standing in the rocks, hitting hitting rocks across the river with a stick. Yeah. It was a hoot. No, it's all about the whole experience, not about just one part of it. You know, yeah. we whacked a grouse with the with my dad's pellet rifle on the on the road, not on the road. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We found some grouse on the drag out there, and nice. so we got to eat some fresh grouse that first night on the river. Right on. It was uh, it was still a good trip, even though we didn't fill the freezers. We had a, a decent time. The country changed a little bit. It did. In the last year. It did. The river changed channels and there's mm-hmm. some black shit up in the hills now. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't the desolate wasteland that I was afraid it was going to be, so it's that's like, why we hung out there. Yeah. And yeah. you know, we still saw one one or two moose, probably just the one. I don't I don't know that that was the second it's probably one the same probably, same bull. Yeah. Probably the same bull. So if I'd uh if I had kept my gun clean, and or hell, if I didn't overthink the first shot. Have you come back and cleaned it all up and shot it again? Not yet. Not yet, but just... Just do that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. you got to, yeah, like, really. clear your conscience. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dead. All right, so... So... Our teeth were floating, so you that was... It was that... Yeah, that was pretty you know, much you were wrapping f- up that. We spent a few more days out there. And we spent a, uh, one night at a public use cabin, hung out with a friend of mine, took his kid out out hunting one evening. He got to shoot his first duck. Nice. So, you know, it was, a, it was a good trip. Didn't fill the freezers, but I got away from home, got disconnected from, uh, from the world for a little bit, and got to hit rocks across the river with my kid, and my dad got to watch. So... It didn't rain too much. We had to set up the lean-to one or two days to get out of the weather and sit there by the fire. But it was a good trip. We didn't get wet. We didn't get hurt. Feelings didn't get hurt too bad. Yep. So looking back, it's I'm going to remember it as a good time. Good. So nice. it should be. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
we were pretty antsy to get out ourselves. Like we were initially planning on the 10th and then I found out, you know, like I'd have to leave after yeah. it's like the 15th. And so I'm like, oh, you know we, what? We had like, already moved tent, oh, canoe. Everything was up there almost. Yeah. Almost everything aside from like an action packer or whatever. Food, you know. Yeah, food stuff, a couple coolers. But we had already like moved, not like all the way to where we were going, but like partially mm-hmm. there. And we did, like, I get, yeah. So as soon as we got back last year, I was in Sportsman's or something, and I see a 15-foot tripod stand. Oh, well, we <laughs> talked last yeah. last year <laughs> oh, while we, we were we out did. there. We were like, this could be a lot cooler with a fucking tripod stand yeah like we talked have, yeah, about we even, out we, there and last yeah, year yeah and that's right pick the picked fucking a spot, spot where it. we're like we could put a tripod stand that's 15 footer or 16 footer or whatever like right, right here like perfect spot because we had been set up in the x spot and x spot was all these moose kept coming through over here yeah. and we're like what the fuck but there's no trees to put our tree stand up in and we're like but and you ended up shooting your moose. I shot my moose right there. Right yeah. there. On the ground. <laughs> but it wasn't ideal, you know. It's yeah. like, yeah, no, it, it could was, be, it yeah. could be like way better with a tripod stand. So, yeah, it was yeah. last, it wasn't like two weeks after we got back last year that I see, you saw called this me one. and you're like, dude, there's this fucking tripod. <laughs> it's like a 16 footer. And oh, I was COVID. Like, we don't know when they're going to show up. I was up like, again. I'm in. Uh, I'll buy half of it. Done. Yeah, Get yeah. it right now. <clears throat> so, yeah, that thing was sitting on. The side of the garage all last fall and winter, and then springtime, did a little decided to do a little brapping and went out, brought a tarp, and buried the thing in the snow. <laughs> and so, we in part of our like when the day you know, we like one of the trips up there hauling shit up, we blasted out there and had to cut a bunch of tray, you know, a bunch of shit out of the trail and stuff yeah. and, but we went out there and cut put all the, our firewood for camp and put, put that, that tripod thing together up. and hauled like the cardboard like the garbage out uh-huh. um and so yeah we were pretty much ready to roll and like go set up camp and yeah it's just like we rolled in and all I can we go, had to do was like put the arctic oven up have lunch and go start calling uh, it was like when we once we like got in there. It was just like set the tent up, squared away, squared away. Yep, yep. You good? Yep. Let's go down. It's like I can't believe. We're so it's back. a mile. It's a mile <laughs> walk from where we put the tent up to where the tripod is. Uh-huh. And we walk down twice a day. Walk back twice a day, and we just go down, sit there, call same place, like exact same spot day. I think that that is huge. I think so, too. Just, like, yeah. calling from, not, like, 20 feet over here, not a quarter of a mile, not 100 yards away because, oh, I don't know, the leaves mm. fell off and now I can see better over here, whatever. Like, the exact same spot, just, like, hammer on it. Yeah. So, the one of the things that I've really questioned, because we didn't camp in our normal moose camping spot, mm-hmm. like... We're never going to see anything right here, even though I had, even though we're, there were tracks. But one thing me and uncle would do, which which is not what you're doing. We're driving up, stop here, call, 
mm-hmm. drive up, um, we'll see something coming up or down. Dude, which it takes is what, two days sometimes for them to get to where you're calling. It can take days for them to get there. I have trouble sitting and we're on a, a river where historically we just drive up and down and see them. Mm-hmm. Whether they're coming to our call that has moved up or down river three or four miles, I don't, I don't know. But man, yeah, I, it's I don't know. Yeah, well, for like, fortunately or unfortunately, what whatever the case may be, like yeah. that's our only choice. Like that's the no, only we don't, we that's the only way we can hunt. Right Unless there. you want right. to wade around in a fucking and swamp. It sounds like what you guys doing is working really well right there. It is. Yeah. 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 So no, it's like. No bullshit. You know, yeah. our tripod basically is, you know, my moose last year. We've killed. Died a hundred a hundred yards to one side, and Frank's moose died a hundred yards to the other side. <laughs> and this year they died forty and sixty yards <laughs> yeah. away from it. That's this like is, right between. This is these. a great, great situation. Oh, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's and, unreal. So, like, we're just excited as shit yeah. to get out there. And, uh, you know, last year, like, la- it was a lot of figure in last year. It was year. a lot of figure, but, like, what, what was that- super cool was the first, like, the literally, like, the first night last year called a bull, little bull right in. And, you know, obviously, like. I was in the, I, yeah. cause I was up last year, first <laughs> shooter, and I'm up in the tree stand, and Tyler's like, you can shoot him? And I was like. Fuck no! It's the first night. It's tiny, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. tiny. It's like probably a thirty-five inch, yeah. 30, 35 inch bowl, something like that. Good and I'm just like, no way. But too. when we went in there and brought the canoe in last year, oh, we yeah. saw a spike fork, uh-huh. and then the first night we call, we see this bowl, and well, we were just like, I was just like, this is going to be on fire, and it was, yeah, and, and you know, and it was. But then, you know, obviously, every time you don't pull the trigger, you had taken a risk. You're just like. Ooh, was that bad? Was that really yeah. super super bad? And this year was even more stressful because normally I have a sheep already in the yeah. freezer, and I'm like, oh, I got my sheep and all this shit, and I'm like, fuck, no sheep this year. And Tyler's up first. I was like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we yeah called. We didn't didn't no action the first night, no action the next morning, Mm-mm. and no action the, that evening. But that evening. I'd say didn't count because it was just howling wind. wind we actually yeah. went we went back to camp early. We're like, fuck this. We can't like there's nothing yeah. just, you can't hear nothing. We did too. We took just we're like, screw this, let's get out of here. And but then, we uh, were like, this tripod is a sweet. Oh, uh, you, know, like, you get up there, it's just like you can oh. see like fucking eight hundred yards one way, four hundred <sighs> yards this way, two hundred yards this way. You can see this pond and you can see like the edge like what I found out afterwards, you can see the edge of this other pond that's like, yeah. Mm, I mean, it's like two, three thousand yards away, something like that. But like, you can still see yeah. the edge of that, and then yeah. dead calm, your shit, like your calling Miles. is going out there, like you're projecting from up, especially from up there in that tripod forever. Yeah, it was it was good, and like settling back into the old first breakfast. Because we'd get out, we'd get up at five, pop tarts, or eggos, or ego. Yeah, Frank brought you know, eggos this year. Tyler brought some maple syrup. It wasn't oh, yeah. my parents' Vermont maple syrup, but he brought some Canadian some, maple like syrup. Mac- it was pretty Donald, good. McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald <laughs> Farm. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, yeah, we freaking, and the blueberries this year out there were yeah. off the hook. Just disgusting. Oh. Well, like, 
fuck. So <laughs> the first time we go out there and we put up the the tripod, same as last year, I put a trail camera up. And last year we came back and it was like, oh, there's a bull on the trail camera, a couple of cows, which you're like, yes, cows, bunch of cows yeah, around. That's yeah. perfect, Live you know? Right yeah, exactly. So we come back this year and the fucking trail camera's ripped down, oh, chewed up. And I was like, fuck, Reconnex camera. Wicked expensive fucking camera. Took picture of a cow and a calf, and then a single cow. Is that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then a single cow, and then there's like all black, and then fucking trees down. So we walk up, and I'm like, "Yes, we're gonna. What kind of bulls? We're just like, that, where'd it go? Is that huge bull from last year?" And I'm like, walking, and we're both walking, and we're like, <laughs> "Where the hell did we put that thing?" And then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh, dude, we walked right by it." Yeah. And I was like. It's right here laying down. It's all chewed up. <laughs> it's like, fuck. It wasn't so chewed up that you couldn't use it anymore, yeah. but that was literally the last. It yeah. took no pictures the entire, nope. like the year before. We had, yeah. We had multiple other pictures of other moose. Like, I'd just check it every day and, yeah. oh, yep, another moose came in last night after we were calling yeah. and shit. This year was just like nothing. You know, well, in the spot At where night. we the spot where we had it is almost a better, better it's a yeah. more... But it, I'm not going to wade down there no, to no, no. do it because you're wading through over knee deep water yeah. where we're when we're doing that every day, twice sucked, a day, yeah. every four times a day, yeah. every day. That was the best decision, just backing <clears throat> off. And well, in and backing off, that's where the moose were coming to on that a little bit higher anyway, ground. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, and the yeah the blue, we went out there to set shit up. It's like the blueberries were just disgusting, mm. just like marbles. So anyway, it was like so. I got pancake mix, and that was like we'd alternate between like sausage and eggs and bacon and. This is like what shit. we want to talk about the most about the whole hunt. <laughs> like this is the <laughs> this is the best part, Temple. <laughs> and then yeah, so uh, blueberry well, one, pancakes and bacon. Oh, <laughs> yeah, blueberry pancakes and bacon and maple syrup and you know orange like, juice boxes. Jo- juice boxes. So I sent like I sent. <laughs> My wife asked me, like, oh, how are you guys doing out there? I was like, oh, we're surviving. And I take a picture, like, and I just cooked, like, you know, blueberry pancakes and juice boxes. What did she say? And she texted me back. She's like, oh, the kids are pissed. Now they're like, he's got juice boxes. Yeah. <laughs> what did she say? She's like, you guys are like, fucking something. There was some other comment that was made that was funny as shit, too. She's oh. like, you guys just love this. You guys are like, oh, she's like, I did her, like, a little walk through a camp. She's like, you guys are totally playing house out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's adorable. She's like, you guys are so cute. It's like house out there, and we're like, well, we're killing shit, or we tried to, and yeah. fucking eating well, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, like Frank put together a, a an L. That was a, that was a a golden ticket idea. An elevated I table for before, the cook stove. Uh-huh. Before we even get to the table, I think my golden ticket idea. Is the I'm, shitter. I'm going into fucking Fred's to get all my food. <laughs> Oh, I had that thing dialed that last fall. I was like, I will not not be squatting over the a lug-a-loo. hole anymore. I'm bringing the lugaloo. <laughs> we just like because the lugaloo fits on top of a five gallon bucket, uh-huh. and I just took a hatchet and I knocked the bottom out of it. Uh-huh. Tyler dug a hole and we just stuck it right on there. You're like, bam, portable fucking outhouse. There you go. Done deal. I thought my dad was going to be out there, and I yeah. was like, I I'll squat over a hole all day. But I was like, I want my dad to have a nice like somewhere yeah. we can take like be comfortable, you know. So, I'm walking through Fred's off the Lugaloo. I'm walking along, and I'm like, dealing with my food and everything. 
I see an American flag. <laughs> no, like I told the, you because I was small, joking. One of the small ones. But and I, I was like, I need. we need a flag. You said something about a pirate flag or something. Or shit. no, it was a flag. Something, maybe we were giving Nick shit about something behind his something. back. I don't know. At any rate, some, I was so, like, like. The flag came up. We yeah. need a, I was like, I'm getting a fucking flag. We need an American flag flying <laughs> yeah. at, our, at our moose hunting camp. So I bought an American flag. When we got out there, I'm like, this fucker's like. I don't know, 12 by 18 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Comes on a stick. It's like, how the fuck are we going to hang this up? I was like, well, I got some duct tape. <laughs> so we fucking pulled down a birch tree that's like, <laughs> you know, little yeah. sapling birch yeah, yeah. tree. Bent the thing over, bent it over, bent it over, bent it over. And Tyler held it and I like whacked off the whole, like the top four feet of it. Yeah. And then I duct taped the fucking American <laughs> flag to the top of the tree. And then Tyler stood and saluted when I fucking like <laughs> held it back and let it fly. And it was just like, fun <laughs> flying up. And there we go. I was like, now I feel like, oh yeah, we got this place dialed in. Moose or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Most he. Most ma- or not, we're eating good and we're having fun. Yeah. yeah then he made a, a, a like standing height table, cook table for the, the cook stove where you could slip uh, a toad cook- underneath. We were cooking all last year on a freaking action packer. Yeah, that's and I was what like, fuck this. I was like, I want to stand up. I was like, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Even had, put so a couple a, nails for to hang pots and stuff. Yeah. On. We, had a, we had a piece of plywood. And that, so we cut up a bunch of trees. And I pounded them into the ground till they seemed like they were yeah. level, and I had nails and shit with me. So I, we nailed the top on it, and then we could set the cooktop on there, and then put nails on the side for like hanging our pots and shit yeah, off yeah. of. It's just like every little thing. Like each year, we decided we're like each year we need to like upgrade a little bit somehow. Yeah. yeah. No shit. Like every little thing you do is just like something else that makes it more comfortable, more easy for you to deal with, and. It just makes the whole experience like that much yeah. more fun, you know, more enjoyable. I might bring a small piece of plywood to make me a kitchen table because that's we're lugging action packers from the boat to camp okay. back to the boat. So yeah, cooking on that shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was it was nice. And that shit, yeah. you can just leave it. We just like knocked it off the legs, ripped the legs out of the ground, and like throw. We put it inside the tent, like <laughs> in the vestibule. So even if it's raining, yeah, yeah. You're like in there, inside, like out of the rain, cooking. Yeah, and fits an action packer with like underneath stuff it, underneath with all the stuff. And, yeah, comfy, yeah. No, comfy, it was comfy. it was pretty skookum. Yeah. Um and had like all our firewood cut. That was huge. Last yeah. year we were like dicking around. We we're like, fuck. We had only killed one moose, and we we're like kind of out of firewood, and we we're like. Oh, do we want to fire up the chainsaw? Do we? So we were. No, like, I didn't even. I forgot using, my chainsaw. Oh, that's right. The we forgot this chainsaw. Year. And we're like, oh, well, we'll use the Sawzall. And then we end up with no Sawzall batteries to, like, (laughs) cut on the moose. And, you know, and it's like, ah, shit. Each time you learn something, just like I said, like, better yourself every single time. So. Yep. So, yeah, we, it was that, it was, you know, the first, like, night, morning, the night, no action. And then after that. It was Almost every single time we were calling. Until we, you shot your moose. Until I shot my moose, we yeah. were had at least heard bulls. Um, and I, I, I think, you know, maybe I remember, because last year, like, I was, you know, raking and grunting, but I think I was started out a lot, like, more passive and soft mm-hmm. rather than, I mean, I was kind of getting after it. And I, 
I try to get after it a little bit more when the wind's blowing and mm-hmm. but we would we would hear bulls and they'd grunt and seem like they're getting closer and then they'd just shut up. And it's like, you know, we know they didn't smell and I, us. And it and, was multiple times. Yeah. The way it were like Yes, yes, yes. Like excitement just like builds till you're like gonna fucking explode and then all of a sudden you're like they just shut off and and it and, last and two it, hours of the night go away. And, and this like, is like the tenth, eleventh, twelfth. So I don't know. Like you look back, you know, like they're not really getting fired up yet. So it's like, yeah, it was probably being too aggressive. And it's like, ah, maybe we should just start. You know, start. Well, I get, before I get ahead of myself, but like maybe it, it wasn't. I can't remember if it was this the that. Yeah, I think it was that morning that. We had we, moose we in had the morning. Moose, yeah. We had a cow. Saw so the cow. We, yeah. we, I climbed up in the tripod, and I'm like, there's a cow over here. And I watched it. Well, I think there's a cow over here. It's dark. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like looking, and I'm like, oh, there's a fucking moose. And then it turned around, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's definitely a moose. It's a cow. And then, because we are kind of like swapping back and forth, like you climb up for a while in glass, and I'll climb up for a while in glass. Tyler climbs up, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's a it's a cow, and it's got a calf with it as well. But it's literally like... You were talking about earlier. It's like their head is the only thing yeah. you can see. It's like yeah. deep shit. The only reason you can see them is because you're up off the ground. You can like mm-hmm. look down at them. Um, you came down. I went back up, and they started to like move. Yep. And it, that was at like eight thirty. It was pretty late. Yeah. In the morning. Yeah. And they were like all of a sudden started moving, and it was like they're moving. So I'm sitting up there, and I'm like. Okay, I wonder, like, you know, where are they going to go? So they kind of, they start to cruise, and they're covering shit they covered. Before I couldn't see them to where everything went down, they covered three, four hundred yards, something like that, through, like, all sort of different brush and stuff, and I'm kind of, like, picking it apart, like, oh, okay, they've moved to here now, to here now, to here now. And they're moving along, and all of a sudden, the cow moves forward, and I can't see her anymore, and I'm looking at the calf, and all of a sudden the calf is, like, cruising along behind her, and the calf stops, and its ears immediately are forward. And I was like, oh, that's you kept saying she, You kept saying she's looking at something She keeps back looking there. all the time. She's, like, looking forward, looking forward, looking forward. And then all of a sudden, I can't see the calf anymore. The cow's, the, the I can't see the cow anymore. The calf is looking forward, and it's got its ears pointed, like, right forward. And I was like... Huh, that's kind of weird. Like different behavior than I had mm-hmm. watched them over the course of three hundred yards They're moving, and the rest something. of the morning they were feeding and not yeah. moving at all, just like right in the same, you know, little fifty-yard area. And shit, I mean, Tyler's calling the entire time, like on and off, all morning cow, with cow calls. Uh, at uh, this point, we were bull. still like grunting and raping. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. All of a sudden, the, as that calf is sitting there with his ears forward, here comes the cow running straight at the calf, like out of where I watched her disappear into. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. The calf immediately turns and starts bolting away. Here comes this bull just like running. He's like trying to jump onto this cow's back. <laughs> so this is the ele- 11th, I think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like trying to jump on it. He's probably like... From the couple glances that I got, he's probably like mid thirties, uh-huh. mid to high thirties, something like that. Perfect. But he's just like on her, like running, chasing her down, and they start. She like cuts, and he 
she kind of tries to follow her and they're like running around. It's like super thick. I'm like, shit, like even if I wanted to, there's no it's way hard. I could shoot one of them. And they spin around and they right back from where they came from, him chasing her, like instead of her being what I saw first, he's behind her at this point, chases her in there and the cow or the calf, sorry, um, follows them, goes into the brush and it was just like done. And that's something that, that was a huge, like, tip off to me. I mean, I haven't done a lot of moose hunting. Especially, like, this type of, yeah. like, when you're getting this much response, like, yeah. that we've been getting for the last couple of years. Um, once, a, once a bull is involved with a cow, you can fucking do whatever you want to. Good luck. They're not gonna, yeah. you're not gonna pull them. I mean, yeah. at least, like, in what I've been seeing... Once they, and we saw after that too, the same yep. shit went down where they're like, coming, 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 coming right to us. And then there's a cow involved and they're just like, fuck <laughs> you, done on the cow. And wherever she goes, they're going to follow. Yeah. And it's over. Like everything that you built up and tried to do to get them to come to you is done. And I think honestly that all these bulls, and especially the further in like closer to when they're like truly going to breed or rut mm-hmm. or whatever, like later in the season that is open, they run into a cow and good luck. Like that's yeah. live. That's like the real thing yeah. right there. Yep. It's like everything you're trying to do to get them to come to you is right there in front of them. And yep. there's no way you're going to pull them off that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think they're, they all got their own personality. The, the biggest one I shot I cow called him out of the brush, and he had a cow up his ass when he came. I out thought of you brush. shot him from the tiller of your boat. That one, no. So what happened there was I saw a bull going upriver on the right hand side of the boat from the tiller. Oh, hit the beach, climbed up there, tried to call him back. He wasn't buying what I was selling, and I heard thrashing in the brush. And I look back, and I'm thinking, Uncle's fucking with me. Why is Uncle fucking with me? I go back. I'm like, Hey, Uncle. Were you, were you fucking with me? He's like, what are you talking about? That wasn't you fucking with me? No. <laughs> so we figure out there's something over yeah. there thrashing in the brush across the river, the left-hand side of the river as we're going up river. So we sit down on some grass and kind of get our outlines broke up by the trees, and I let out this cow call. And it's foggy up river and clear straight across from me, and that straight across from me is where I thought I heard the thrashing. So I let out some cow calls and we're sitting there and I'm looking where I'm looking. Uncle, his hands point across my face upriver into the fog and he's screaming at me, screaming in my whisper, screaming in my ear, shoot him, shoot him. There he is. Shoot him. It is so hard to tell where it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, it's something that's like mind blowing to me. Yeah. So I whip around with the 338 sitting there and I get comfortable on my knees and I see the moose walking towards the water. And it, this moose is so damn big, the cow behind it looks like a calf. But I can see, you know, the the antlers and so on. And I had to shoot at that one several times because he was closer Do you closer think that it was you? That, like, because you just know. pulled up on your boat. I, We're, like, yeah. What I'm talking about, what you're talking about, I think, I, I mean. Two different situations. It is. What I know is I sat there, cow called, and he came out. Could he have come out to me? I don't know. Maybe he come out because he thought that bull across the river found himself a cow. I'm going to go drive his ass off. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I know that the way majority I, yeah. of the situations yeah. that we're running into, if those bulls that are com- like, if you they're can following tell, a cow, you can or they, tell yeah. they're coming to you. So the way I hunt, and I, when and all of a sudden, it, like literally, we heard all of a sudden cows like that, I'm, and like and then you bull, like, you can tell that bull is chasing that cow, and it's fucking over. They will not come any closer to the you. The way I'm hunting, it's hard for me to tell. Because you're because yeah. I'm not boat get, I'm you're... not getting the 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 response yeah that you guys are getting because I'm, yeah. I'm driving a boat it's uh but yeah so what they saw that bull and you climbed down I climbed up a little bit later yeah we're sitting there and still you know periodically calling it like a certain you know whether it's like every 15, half hour minutes, half or every hour. fifteen minutes every yeah. you know and then like spread it out a little bit as it gets later mm-hmm. and then uh, I'm like. Shit, there's two moose right there. And initially thought it was the same, but it was different. It was a uh, like a spike with like four. It was like a twin, you know, from yeah. yearlings, yeah. Uh, cow and bull. And they ended up walking up and bedding down like 50 yards away. Oh. They just walked right up. Like is, came right into the this, calls. Is and this like, in any bull area? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We said, and we some, said, when we were walking back. strength that I simply <laughs> do not it's, have. It's so funny. You sent that text. It was like, this pie diagram. Yeah. It's like <laughs> any bowl, like whatever. I don't know how that I, whole thing expl- goes. So it's yeah. a pie diagram. <clears throat> 90% of it is black. Mm-hmm. And 10% is red. The black is uh, the percent chance I'm going to shoot the, the first, first bull I see. Out. Yeah. And the red is... Percent chance I'm going to shoot the first bull I see, but in red. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's and as a matter of fact, as we were like, I don't know if the bull they were probably still there. I'm like, we could be having to take Temple's rifle away from. Right. Him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're literally yeah. talking about That'd you. We're be... like, oh man, Temple would be killing everything. We we'd have problems right now. Yeah, I'd be I'd be bringing my own boat so I can shoot the first thing you guys don't shoot. Whoever's in line, and then I can leave and leave you guys to be picky. But uh, yeah, so that was pretty. That was pretty cool. Then you know, I don't know if it was. It's so cool to just have these was, experiences with like yeah. moose right there in front of you. In every their, little bit, in every bit, like we see, is like building because we're we're invested, like in this. Dude, our moose when you camp, don't shoot you know? the first moose you see, you you, you know how a... fucking much information you learn about moose. Yeah, it is unreal. Like, and uh, yeah, they are cool animals, man. Yeah. And <clears throat> so I mean, I don't know if it was was it that day so that we're in camp middle of the day. You know, had second breakfast, and I think I second went out to brush. I went out good. to brush my teeth. Oh shit! Yeah, and uh, you know, and so when we first got out, like we were like kind of not going very far. Like we were throwing our coffee grounds and like piston stuff, not very far in front of the tent. And then there's just flies everywhere. So day, like, we're like, we're not we doing any more of this. Program we got to go a little Clean further. Shit so yeah. we were kind of like walking back behind the tent down the trail and. So I walk back there, brush my teeth, and spit like spit it out. I'm laying and in I, my cot. In Frank's laying in his cot, his tent, and I and I hear like snap back behind, and I turn around and I see a black bear's back walking like kind of towards us, towards the trail, like 15 yards away. I'm like, oh shit, my rifle's late, leaning by the tent. All I hear is fucking like. Running feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the tent and I hear running feet. Thump, and I'm thump, like, thump, thump, thump. that's kind of weird for a guy that just went out to brush his teeth. 
It sounds like somebody running. And as I'm like processing the information, I hear, Do you want to shoot a bear? And I was like, <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Tyler's running. <laughs> no gun. Away nope. from the tent. And so I run. Running yeah. back to the tent. <laughs> I'm so, like, Ooh, that's the first thing they say not to do from bears. Yeah. Run from them. <laughs> I'm like, You want to shoot a black bear? He's like, No. <laughs> so I grab my rifle and go back at it like it must have spooked yeah. it off. And I think it was just walking just through. randomly moving through. Yeah. There's tons of bears where we're you yeah. know, where we're at where we're at. So it's like whatever. It was funny as hell anyway, you know? Yeah. Oh. Here Tyler's running from a fucking bear. <laughs> no gun. <laughs> I was like, Oh nice, this is perfect. <laughs> hey, you wanna shoot a bear? I'm like, motherfucker's running. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, so that and after it was like another day or so after we, yeah, because we every but every and off. every time like, we, like we'd had some action, but then we start thinking like, do we need to just like do something different? Maybe try just some cow calling. Yeah. And finally, we decided like, all right, we're just gonna because it was the thirteenth, and we're like, we're just gonna cow like try cow calling. Yeah, because maybe we're just sounding too too big and too aggressive and scaring some, yeah, you know, getting some yeah. of these bulls spooked. So, well, yeah, that morning, just cow call, cow call, cow called. And we, I think we heard a bull because it was every, morning? it was every, every calling session. We, we had at least had one. Some sort of response. Heard, uh, heard at that bull. point. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so what, you know, called and then we went back down there that afternoon and like four thirty or so and it, the wind was blowing pretty good and so i cow you know as soon as we get up in the stand i let out a few cow calls and wait like an hour and then it was uh, you know spinning around glassing and looking seeing what's up you hadn't called in a long time you're just like no oh, bears moose yeah well it, well i it was right after i called because it was like five thirty. And I'm like, all right, well, it's been an hour since I called. I'll give a couple more cow calls and did like a couple, you know, loud cow calls Mm -hmm. and spin around a little bit. I was like, oh, shit, there's a moose. And I seen an ass sticking up like 300 yards away, like back in this burnt timber. And so I, you know, like, oh, shit, there's a moose. Look, look. I'm like, I think it's a bull. I think I see a paddle, you know, and then, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, God, that could be a nice, could be a good one. And, uh I still don't think that that bull heard any of the calling from that evening. Maybe he came in from the morning's calls or whatever, but yeah, I mean, later in the evening, he obviously yeah. heard the calling, but up until that point, I still like, don't think he heard nothing. I don't, don't think, think that stood I think him it up. Was just it just like happened straight to... on circumstance that that moose was there. Yeah. Cause he was I mean, feeding. I yeah but I bet the, for I bet, the first hour we watched him that fucker was just like walking around I mean, eating. I bet we caught like he 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 shown up from the morning's calling, but yeah, possibly. Yeah, that's that's true because he you know he started. He was non-responsive. Yeah, after we started, and, well, and then, and then started like after a while, it's like oh maybe give him some soft cow calls, and the wind was blowing you know kind of quartering to us from him, and yeah. it's like no response. So it's like. Then you're thinking like, oh, maybe he just doesn't give a shit. Like there was not... a long period of time that yeah. we watched that moose. It was a couple like before he a couple hours. Was just yeah. like, bang. yeah, because he bedded back down. He bedded down. Yeah, and then 
he got up and kind of fed across. And I'm like, because it was like 200 yards. I'm like, if he feeds across this opening, like, can I get a shot? Like, I'll, I'm going to smoke him. And I know. I was I'm like, thinking, dude, you know, don't fucking shoot that moose. I kept telling Tyler. Yeah. Don't fucking shoot that moose. That's too far away. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, too far away. That's a swamp. Don't shoot that moose. I was just like the whole time. You're like, yeah. I think I can shoot him. I think I can shoot him. And I was like, do not shoot that moose. I How many times did I tell you not to Probably shoot Probably 20. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. do not shoot that moose. I was like, he's not going anywhere. He doesn't know we're here. He's not responding at that at, at yeah. first. I was like, he's not responding. He doesn't know we're here, and he's moving towards us. I was like, do not shoot him. I was like, that's a fucking swamp. Like, maybe we can get there. Maybe we can't. I don't know. I've never been there with a four wheel. Like, yeah. fuck. Our whole thing is like, I'm gonna pull up to him with a four wheeler and like yeah. load him into the canoe that's like dragged behind the four wheeler. Yeah. That's, that's like nice what we're fucking here. doing. And looking here. at it and. You know, looking at him, we're like, ah, because initially, initially when he's back there, I was like, oh, he might be about fifty, and then it's like, no, and then I'm, you know, have this thing. I was like, well, it's like, I gotta leave maybe, if, maybe, yeah, I gotta after. leave in a day and a half, and it's like, if I if I could stay the whole time, I'd probably pass him, but fuck, it, he's dying, you know, and so, and I was, I took, I brought this old three, I was shooting a three thirty eight too. It's I traded my brother in law a rifle scope for that rifle because for to use as a boat rifle for baiting and just I, with iron sights I that's the one that it's got a scope on it now though yeah yeah i yeah. put a scope because i had that one to six power scope and i had for bear baiting i had just hand loaded 250 grain round noses just as hot as yeah. it'll go i like them 250 and, uh, and 338 and anyway so you know like before moose season i was going to either probably use that because i'd never killed anything with that or this 300 weatherby and I had like plenty of ammo, like factory mm-hmm. ammo for both. The three thirty eight I had like two hundred grain federal trophy bonded, like five boxes of it or something. That's good stuff. And so like before season I was like, I'll just take both of them and see if they shoot. And man, that freaking old beater Ruger like shoots pretty damn well. So that's what I took and uh it, so that moose finally responded. Yeah, because he, he went across that clearing and he I never truly up. never really had a good shot at it. Yeah. Anyway. But he kept saying, I'm going to shoot him. I'm going to shoot him. And I just kept saying, dude, if you fucking kill that moose right now, I will fucking pistol whip you. I was like, that is way too far away. Don't shoot that moose that far away. And then and he, then all of a sudden he started cutting like he was going to go downwind. And I never said anything, but I would sit there and I was just like. Because I was telling him, I was like, dude, the wind's like, if he keeps working around, he's going to get our wind. But he kept doing this thing where he'd be yeah. like, this way, then right towards, towards us. Yeah. Then but this, this is before he even started. Right, before he even started. Before he even yeah. started to respond. And he was just feeding. Yeah. So and then I'm he, just he was like, in one. I was like, do not fucking shoot that moose. And he was in one spot for a long time. You could just see the tops of his antlers and the brush. And, yeah. I don't know if it was you was like because the wind had finally kind of died down and you're I don't know if it was you said like call it like do a loud cow call yeah see what happened yeah. but it was one cow call just like that's it done and, and he just like his antlers pop up uh, and he just starts thrashing at, shit. like <laughs> everything about him changed like yeah. drop of a fucking hat so this done. was the moment this yep. is when oh. his blood started flowing oh that's it I think that's the first time that I heard any of the calls yeah. from that afternoon at all. Done because uh-huh. it like his whole attitude changed. Everything uh-huh. was done, and then he kept coming, 
And you were still like, oh, I could shoot him here. And I was like, mm, dude, now he's on a leash. Yeah. You're like, just like right here in front of us at this point in time. <laughs> and he'd but just go to like a bunch damn, of brush. Every and single tree. piece of brush that he came to, he'd just like rip shit up. Oh, that, that, yeah. That'd be so cool to watch. Oh, it was awesome too because yeah. you, I, could cl- I was able to climb up the tripod i can't it's not big enough for both of us to be in there for somebody to be like okay maybe i have to shoot like yeah. we could both get in there if we knew that you could shoot we're going to be shooting right there but to swing but it's hard in it there. is and in case things change you know it's nice but i could stand on the ladder right behind him yeah. and i filmed the whole thing yeah. everything with my oh. phone like the entire <laughs> thing from like before the moose even heard the calling yeah it was all i filmed all of it on and off like take Three minutes here, two minutes there, yeah. four minutes there, uh-huh. and like filmed the entire process all the way up to right there in oh. front of us. And Tyler kept calling on and off, but like because like, he'd ra- he'd he'd rake and grunt and stuff, and then he'd sit there and listen, mm-hmm. you know, and give him like a, just a couple little cow calls, and he'd just like start coming again. And she's uh, still paying attention. Yeah. She's still paying attention. Uh, yeah, he freaking just came and he stopped at that one spot. And I I didn't hear you say it at the time, but he stopped and he turned his head to the left slightly. He was facing he, straight on in the video, and he was he was like under a hundred yards. But I on the video when I wa- we watched it, Frank's like, do it. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he turned his head and like opened his chest up, and I, I was been, like, and "Oh man, thinking, if it was me behind the fucking rifle, I would have let him." Because I was looking right there. Because I was looking and because uh, I was looking and I'm like, "Oh, that'd be a good shot." Yeah. But then Frank's got me like programmed. And now I'm like, <laughs> I'm like "Why shoot him there? Close. He's going to be even closer." And, and then he see he, how many so yards we can see. He stops. Meanwhile, I went from like freaking out that the moose was going to get downwind of us after I'm telling Tyler, don't shoot it, don't shoot it, don't shoot it. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, shoot it's going to be downwind of us. Shoot him now. He's going to fucking kill me if that thing spooks and runs off. He's, uh. I'm never going to hear the end of this for the rest of my life. And then everything works out perfect, and then the thing just keeps coming and coming and coming. And I'm like, okay, I wonder what he's doing now. What is he thinking? Because it gets to this point where it's like close enough where I don't want to talk with him. Right. But I'm whispering because I got the camera going, and I'm like, well, that thing swung his head, and I was like, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, yep. you, you're like, let him have You're it. like, do it. Yeah, and do I it. didn't, And I didn't hear you. And right. I, at the same time, I'm thinking, man, that'd be a good shot right yeah. there. And I'm like, but Frank wants to wait. So <laughs> <laughs> Frank right. wants flair for the dramatic. He wants, <laughs> so I'm like, I'll wait. And then oh. he keeps coming. And then, uh, oh, and then you're close. like, and then you're like, and I thought you said you were like giving me the go ahead, like, all right, anytime now. Yeah. But you're like, anytime now. Yeah, <laughs> like, like Jesus, man, what are you waiting for? <laughs> when I watched, yeah, because what I heard was, are you waiting for okay. him to harikari his own guts out or what? Yeah, no, yeah. what I what I heard was, all right, you're good to shoot now. Yeah. But what I heard was like, what? Or what he said, the implied was like, what are you doing now? Hurry up, <laughs> right? And, Fucking shoot him. But like right when he said that, he stepped. I could hear it. You could hear. He's in water. You can yeah. hear him walking through water. And I'm like, all right, let him get out of the water. And yeah. he like climbed right up out of the water and like 25 yards. And I'm like, oh, oh. yeah. Kaboom. And he. Oh, I was so epic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen a moose shot in the chest at 25 I'm yards. And they fall on their fucking head. But, well, it fell on its side. But yeah. holy yeah, he shit. Shot like even in, even in the phone video with like the flinch from the shot. 
you could see his hump just shake. The and whole he, body. Like, and he ran like towards us a couple steps epic. and then stood there and boom, tipped over. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, oh, keep coming. Keep coming. Because he's like coming us. right towards us after he got yeah. shot. And I was like, whoa. And then you just see, you know, yeah. when animals like do that, as soon as they do that, like Lays wavering back, action, yeah. and action and they're like, you can tell they're dizzy looking. Yeah. They're yeah, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> he's coming down. Ah, super cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was just straight epic. Like, so cool. Did you, when you were cutting them up, did you take a look at where where the bullet went through and what it did? Well, I yeah. didn't ever there find the no bullet. Heart. There was no we heart We never left. found his yeah. heart. It was <laughs> gone. Whew. Like, we were going to pull it out because I was like, oh, yeah. I got my Heart's, couple buddies that want yummy. the heart. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Literally. Not even like, oh, well, it tore this part of the heart off or something just, like that. Just it was mush. vaporized into mush. Gone. Like, straight yeah. up. Yeah. Totally shot. gone. Good shot. Yeah. yeah. But, uh. It was freaking perfect. I mean, I got it dialed, like, shot him. And it's like, all right, let's go walk down, walk back to camp, get the four-wheeler and the canoe, and drove right up to this him. This whole like, fucking 17-foot Coleman canoe. Uh-huh. Dude, it's a game changer. A wonderful skid, huh? Right across the ground. Doesn't matter what you got. Put it in there. We did some damage. Yeah, we, we got to fix it, but we, it's like aluminum parts. Like I got Holiday Parks going to fix some parts for me and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like um, we've only hauled out four moose with the fucking thing. Yeah, all across dry ground, yeah. and it just like snapped one of the pieces in it. Uh-huh. Shit, yeah, man. Like, so and like hauled out moose camp in and out everything. Oh yeah. No, and especially in the swampy stuff, it's a hundred times better. It's like you're not like you could pull it with your hand, you know. So like you can haul in my haul in my meat all out because when I had to leave, I just hauled all. I left my antlers there, but I hauled all my meat out, and like he left by himself. Through the the swampy (laughs) through the swampy stuff. Well, that was the plan. Through the swampy stuff, I didn't even have to get off. I maybe stepped off the four wheeler to like. We were nervous that I was going to be like that, but I was like, dude, I want to go hunt your guy yeah. you have to leave take your meat but i was like we'll get there just text me if if i get you run it like yeah. you're stuck yeah. you're fucked up and you need help i'll you know grab my yeah, hip boots yeah. so, and come down and help you yeah. but i was like i want to go hunt but yeah yeah it was uh so yeah go get the four-wheeler drive right up to him hook the winch up to his leg pull him over on his back yank the guts out whip the four-wheeler around yank him a few feet away from it's the guts so fucking sweet dude you like mm-hmm. open him up gut him and then pull the animal away from the gut pile mm-hmm. and then, and work then on lay him. out your tarp it's and get so the skin like and i knock the quarters i mean like we got pretty good system down yeah. like and especially for for, for, for cutting moose like if it's my moose you know like frank holds legs and i skin yeah. and cut and yeah. it works perfect and so uh yeah knocked and if it's my most we do the yeah opposite. the opposite yep. yeah yeah so cut quarters off lay and we lay everything out on a clean tarp mm-hmm. and then bag it at the end quarters off um and then i took sawzall and cut the ribs off below like i'd take my knife and make you know cut like a cut line below the back strap cut the ribs off rib cage off at that and you know up, when i right up to the base of the neck where yeah. like where the ribs end and everything mm-hmm. yeah and like even when i'm gutting them i'll use the saws all to rip open the sternum and um cut the hit cut the pelvis yeah and uh so quarters ribs and then lay the hide out flip it over the 
you know, the, the quarters and ribs off that side. Yeah. And then I think I, cause there was no meat left on the back of the pelvis after you, if, when you're actually like if cutting you, quarters if off, if you take the legs off, right. There's very little meat left on the pelvis. There really yeah. isn't shit. There's yeah, nothing. Exactly. So I like saws all the back of the pelvis off and, um, and then cut the neck, cut the neck off and basically had bone it. Everything's bone on the bone, neck, mm-hmm. ribs, mm-hmm. brisket, um, quarters, and the whole backbone, so you've got your back straps and tenderloins yeah. up through the like hump on the backbone. Everything's oh, on the bone. That's so cool. Bag it, throw yeah, throw it in the canoe, and we should like that was dumb. Like we should have loaded the meat like all on the bottom of the canoe. We had to yeah, we some fucked stuff. up a little bit yeah. the first the um, first run. But uh, at, with my moose, I, that didn't happen. Yeah, and and I was like, yep, yeah, negative. <laughs> so got it back to camp, lay everything out back in the tent, and we did take that morning off. And then got everything. We didn't get back till fucking. I didn't go to bed until three thirty or some shit like Even that. Even that night, morning. Yeah, huh? Your moose, my moose. Huh? Yeah. I didn't think it was that late, but maybe yeah. it was. Anyway, it was pretty late. We, uh, yeah, hung, hung. I get excited. My adrenaline <laughs> gets high, and I have trouble going to sleep. Like, get excited H- about the whole situation. Hung that moose the next day, <laughs> and then, uh, and the next evening, we didn't hear anything. Nothing. It was like. Fucking dead. Mm. Zero. That yeah. evening. Yeah. But the next morning. The next morning, which was the day I had to leave after that morning. Yeah. We heard at least five different bulls. And one of them was going ape shit, chasing the chasing cow, the cow around, yeah. like going fucking nuts. It was so many bulls that like, I think they were distracting each other. Like you'd have one bull, you could tell he's getting closer, getting closer. Yeah. And then you have one over here, and then like you know, bull. You hear him chasing him through the water and running <sighs> through brush. It was nuts, like so much shit going on that you'd call and you'd be like, it seemed like you'd get response from one, and then they'd just be like onto each other and like onto their own program. Unfucking real! It's amazing they can get anything done because there's yeah. enough <laughs> moose around out there that they're like, they must. So many miles must yeah. be covered by like over here. Oh no, over here now. Over here now. Over here now. But then it's those times. When yeah, it's just crazy. Like put them on a fucking string and pull them to you. But it was it was good like good weather. Like it was frosting pretty much every mm-hmm. morning. It wasn't super cold, but yeah, it wasn't. I know that it was that last morning because because that was the only morning we hunted after I killed mine. I was out there. I was like, man, I gotta take a shit. It's cold. Bad out here and i was like well the only place like i don't want to ruin stuff i was like well the only place i can think of is to go like flop over my moose hide because i just (laughs) take a shit under it and cover it back up i'm like what's wicked fucked up is you left we so we left that morning. Yeah, and my dad was com- nothing happened that morning. No, like but we didn't. We heard it. A, like tons of action, and I was freaking out because I'm just like, there's so much fucking shit going on. Tyler's dad is coming in. Tyler's gonna leave. And there's gonna be like four hours or something like that between you leave and he comes in, and I'm like, I'm going down there. And I'm gonna sit all day. I'm gonna like spend the entire day down here. I'm going to call a little bit, and I'll just sit, and like maybe I'll see moose. Maybe I'll hear moose. It's, it was calm. It's cal- calm it was and cool. Dead calm, and, cool, yeah. like perfect. So I was like, I've never like sat all day, you know, kind of like actually listening around for yeah. moose in an area we're hunting. 
So I make sure that I tell Tyler, I text his dad, and I'm like, look, when you get here, text me and tell me that you're coming down. If I'm, like, active with a moose, I'm going to be like, just hold back and wait and let me deal with this. But if not, walk in and come and hunt for the evening. Mm -hmm. I got my lunch. I'm going to stay here all day. So the situation is that I sit there all fucking day, and I literally went back there, and I called, and I hear one bull raking and shit. I rake, and then I climbed up, and I did some cow calls, and I hear this bull raking, and then nothing. Mm. And I sat for... Shit, what time did your dad get there? Well, I met him at like one thirty, two o'clock, so he was probably back at the camp an hour later. It was longer because he towed ways in there. Oh. Yeah, he probably didn't get there until 4. Oh, gotcha. Like, and he didn't get to me until fuck, 6 oh. or something like that, I would say. I mean, I don't... Yeah. I'm just guessing, but I, uh, yeah, it I wasn't was there late. It was all it was all day, yeah, for sure. Um, but nothing. He sh- came, and there literally like nothing that night. Next day, nothing in the morning. Yeah, because I remember you texted me, and I'm like, like, I'm like, man, that's really weird. <laughs> nothing the next night. Then, so, I'm like, the whole time you're, like, texting your dad, and you're like, oh, my God, it's on fire. There's bulls everywhere and all this shit. And then he shows up, and I'm like. Nothing. You're obviously not Irish. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Jesus, man. I was like, up until you got here, everything's been on fire. So, he's like, he texted one of his buddies that was somewhere else. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, I honestly, I was like, I don't know what to say. I was like, this has been, like wild until right now and now all of a sudden we're on like day two of i haven't heard a peep from moose nothing like absolutely zero it gets like stressful i'm like oh god are my calls shitty Uh am i doing like what am i doing wrong yeah i've been doing most of the calling up to this point yeah but in in the past i've called bulls right i've called like five bulls in and shot one of them you know Mm -hmm. and i was like i know what i'm doing works it's at least it's worked in the past so I'm like, fuck, you start doubting yourself, you know, and it's just like, thinking. oh, no, never, you know? So I'm like, and I should learn to knock that shit off in my brain and be like, trust exactly what you're doing. So I keep going and whatever, we go back to the tent and I'm like, I don't know, Britt, I don't have to tell you that it sucks. I, you know, we've been bragging to you for two years now about how cool this place is. <laughs> you show up and you haven't even heard a moose make a single noise since yeah, you got here. I yeah. was like, uh, sucks, you know, and he checked your moose out and stuff. So yeah. it was like, apparently. It's proof that there's a proof there's some moose here, you know? <laughs> yeah. So we came back at one point in time after day, after the second day that he was there, I think, he was like, oh, yeah, we've been seeing all these sharp-tailed grouse <sighs> flying around in the, you know, uh, in the morning and in the uh-huh, evening. Uh-huh. He takes off. He's like, oh, I think I'm going to go down here one of these afternoons and take a little walk with my bow. He comes back. I took a nap. He comes back and 
greased one with yeah. his with his with his recurve oh, bow. That's yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Oh, it's oh. awesome. Oh, they're good too. Oh. It's the first sharp tail grouse that where we're moose on is the first sharp tail grouse I've ever seen and uh-huh. the first sh- sharpie that I've ever eaten. Yeah. Which is super cool because they're real they're equally yeah. as good as as uh rough grouse. Yeah. I I mean I'm not sure the one that I've eaten. Tail. They're I've good. Rough, I know. There's yeah. a shit pile of them out there. Rough grouse is like, awesome. Yeah, it you looks know? like and chicken. Exactly. It's freaking Exactly. Yeah. Sharpie is like a little darker, but it's not spruce. Yeah. It's you not know? as it's strong like, as spruce. Yeah. Spruce is pretty yeah. damn strong. Yeah. But they're they're really good. So Britt comes back with a fucking grouse, and he's like, well, I got one. I got some cool pictures of him with his bow yeah. standing there, but... Um, we just kept at it, you know. We'd go down every morning to like same program. <laughs> like the second morning he was there, I was like, "Yeah, we get up at five, we coffee and breakfast, and we head on down there." And it's like every fucking year we did the same thing last year. I was, it's like you get halfway through the hunt, and like middle, like you get towards like the eighteen twentieth September, and shit, you're losing. You've been out here for a week. Uh-huh. You lose an hour you're, you're of daylight. Losing just yeah. hour of daylight over the week. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, I'm like, we go down there in the morning, and I sit there, and I'm like, I climb up in the tripod, and I'm like, I've been sitting here for 45 minutes, and it's black fucking dark. I can't see shit. It's like, I looked down at your dad, and I was like, tomorrow morning, we're resetting the alarm clock for 545. <laughs> I was like, this is bullshit. It's fucking cold. Cold and, and dark. It's cold and I can't see anything. <laughs> one that one of those mornings before we actually started getting moose to respond, you go down there and it's like thirty five degrees or thirty, you know, four degrees yeah. or whatever, thirty three degrees. And I put all my warm clothes on because I'm like, fuck, as the sun comes up, it's going to get cold. Because it seems like that time mm-hmm, of day, yeah. it's just like the temperature plummets right before mm, yep. the sun comes up. I climb up in the fucking <laughs> that fucking tripod and I'm sitting there and I sit there and I sit there and you don't I don't move around a lot I'll sit there for a long period of time and finally it's like okay time to get the hell out of here we've been sitting here for a long time and I move around I'm like what is all this shit frost is formed because I got my like down my kafara puffy stuff, puffy yeah. shit on and everything <laughs> and I'm like. I've been sitting here and frost is formed on my entire body, like a layer of frost yeah. over everything. You got there Just before like it frosted. Taste in crust. And yeah. then it frosted on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we called on and off. I mean, I was like, we we're on it doing the same shit morning and night, morning and night, mm-hmm. calling, 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 and nothing's happening. I was really kicking myself. I was like, I don't know what's wrong, you know talk to other people and they're like yeah they don't in different areas of the state and they're just like yeah we're not getting any kind of action either but mm. that still doesn't like help me to no. be like oh well what i'm yeah. doing is not you know is right yeah. or wrong or whatever it may be so we went down the night of the shit i don't even know what what night it was 17th, it was the night 17th or, or 17th i think at any rate, doesn't even yeah. matter. Seventeenth or eighteenth or sixteenth or seventeenth, we go down there and rake and cow call. And I was like, "Well, light rake and cow call," and that's what we had been doing because mm-hmm. I was like, "I don't want to scare you know, like I want any kind of any bull to come in." Yeah, and raked and cow called, 
and I hear bull start raking. And it was like, shit, three quarters, maybe a mile, maybe a mile away. Three quarters, probably closer. But that bitch was a ways away. And I was like, oh, right. Like, right away, yeah. early on, like 4.30. I was like, shit, we got to tell like 9.30 till yeah. it's dark, dark. 9.45 till it's dark, dark. We yeah. can't see or shoot anymore. So keep calling, keep trying. And he was, early on, he was real reluctant. He would, he'd rake and I'd get bull grunts back like every 15 minutes. And the later in the afternoon it got, the more he'd respond. Yeah. And I switched from cow call and raking to like a little bit of raking and just bull grunting. And man, it was probably like seven. Six forty-five, seven. When I switched to just bull grunting, what was the temperatures like? Do you think his change in attitude had to do with dropping temperature of the day? Or? I'm not exactly. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not exactly sure. But yeah. at the same time that he started to like get a little bit more active in responding, there's another bull. Well, there's a bull. It seems like that time of year, like about seven thirty. Here's another bull start. starts responding behind me, and I'm like. Wow, it just turned on. I was like, there's literally like four different bulls now that are around me, and they're all starting to like respond to like what I'm doing. So I switched entirely to like minimal raking because at that point I was like, Britt, give it a little bit of like paddle in the brush, you know, because your dad yeah. is with me. And I'd bull grunt and he'd bull grunt. And I thought I kept thinking that he'd come from right where your bowl was, like yeah. out of that. It's like kind of open, and it like mm. pinches off on the other side of that pond. Yeah. And I just kept looking and looking and looking. I'm like, if he goes this way, I'll be able to see him move through here because there's mm-hmm. one spot you can see all the way to that pond. And I was like, I'll definitely see him cruise through there. So I'm like back and forth, back and forth, looking and looking and looking, and keep calling and. As the evening progressed, it was just like, I'd call, he'd call. I'd call, he'd call. Just like, and I was just, all of a sudden, I was like, gotcha. It's like that, such a warm feeling inside. Mm-hmm. You're just like, pucker is like, every time I call, he's just on it, you know? And like, keeps calling back. And what I didn't know was, when I wasn't looking left, he walked through that opening that I could see. Oh. And he swung around, around me. Uh-huh. And he got oh, way over to my left. And I don't know whether that's just what he was doing or what the deal was, but I'm continually looking forward, and I'm like, okay, calling and calling and calling. What blows my mind is when that moose or any of them are half a mile, three quarters of a mile away, that grunting that they do, I shit you not, it sounds exactly the same as it does when they're 100 yards away. Huh. It's like almost no difference in sound, it seems like. It's the projection of it. I don't know what Just it is. I don't know whether it's the tone or like how, like yeah. how they... Because when it's real quiet, it you're like, you hear a bull grunt and you're like, oh, it could yeah, be. he's like half a mile away maybe. Yeah. And then, but yeah, when they're like 100 yards, it sounds, it sounds exactly, exactly the same. the same, exactly. Or sometimes quieter. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I hear him, I hear him, I hear him. And all of a sudden I'm like, God, it sounds like, it doesn't sound like it's over here anymore. It sounds like it's a little bit to my left. And I hear a tree break 
And I look over and I see a paddle. <laughs> and I'm like, holy fuck, this thing's like 100 yards away. I was like, wow, that looks like a huge moose. Holy shit. <laughs> and then it was just like, holy smokes, like on. Like back and forth. Me and me and him back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I think that I could have. I mean, I shot him at 60, mm-hmm. seven, 70 yards, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he he kept coming, he kept coming. He kind of like zigged and zagged a little bit. But he was like literally looking the entire time like straight under me for a moose to be standing. The way they can pinpoint like the exact spot that that comes from is mind-blowing to me. Yeah. But he zigzagged, but he knew exactly where that where the calling was coming from. He just didn't know that it was coming from 16 feet off the ground. Yeah, and then behind his, a rifle. That his, shit was, <laughs> his shit was weak. <laughs> so he came in and he kept zigzagging, and Tyler's dad's on the ground. He's like, he's going to smell you. He's going, he's going to smell you. And I was <laughs> like, like the wind is, I'm like, <laughs> the wind is not even close to him. Smell me. I was like, oh, I just want him in an open area where that four-wheeler, I keep thinking like the four-wheeler <laughs> pulling right up to him, which is going to be perfect. <laughs> so I kept like giving him a couple of like subtle grunts. I'd turn around and face straight away from him when I'd grunt. Yeah. Put, like ventriloquy. Fa- yeah. Like fa- try and face straight away from him when I grunted. And man, fucker just came right in like he was on a string. Literally. I... <sighs> Shit, you know, I know where he started grunting and where he started coming from was on the other side of that stand of unburned. Yep. And it's got Bruce it's trees, just yeah. about a mile, like a little bit under a mile probably. Uh-huh. And over the course of two hours, I called that bull straight to me <sighs> to like 60 yards away. And he finally opened out where I was like the four-wheeler can park right next to him. And I shot him. And I thought I shot him a little bit lower than I, you know, you get excited. Uh, Things go down. I know exactly. spun around 180, and he was going to run right back to where he was. Whack him. I I quick racked another one in there, and I shot him right in the spine and just face planted him. Dumped him. But just epic, you know? Like, the whole thing is just so I was so mad that I couldn't stay out there, that I missed you test. Like, oh, just dumped one. You know, I'm like, that was with the 300 short. Yeah, yeah. yeah that rifle Steve just built yeah, for me. Yeah. yeah, I shot that bear this spring, and then I just shot that moose this this fall. It looked it. like those uh, those GMXs, those 180 GMXs. We'll that to, we... I need to weigh it. I yeah. would love to know. I guarantee it's like 178 grains. Yeah, I bet you it's like no less than 170 grains. Yeah, it looked like it did perfect. That's like yeah. Hornady's copper copper solid ballistic mm-hmm. tip, kind of like a Barnes. Yeah. yeah. I've always used Barnes in this rifle Barnes barrel. Is good stuff. This barrel just doesn't. This Bartolini barrel just doesn't want to shoot oh. Um, Barnes. Oh, so, so yeah. I, yeah. So I switched over to these Hornady, the GMXs, and man, they it fucking thing shoots great. And you they use what they're it likes, man. Awesome, yeah. They hold together. I like bullets that hold together. They don't come yeah, apart. Yeah, I'm a big fan of like punch. That thing went through right shoulder. Through left shoulder, the first shot and uh-huh. stuck on the stuck under stuck the under the hide on the other side, and literally, I mean, did you see that video? It shattered that entire uh-huh. left that other side, that opposite side shoulder blade, like blew in half. And the other thing I like about those solid bullets is there's not all this shit that's like destroying meat all the way around. You get like a ring of meat around 
through both shoulders that's fucked up, but you're not wrecking like I tons of that meat. Had more to do with the velocity of the bullet than. It's yeah, just, a little uh, bit of that and a little yeah. bit of, like, you know, if you get a bullet, bullets that fragment big the, time. I know, you know the fragmenting yeah. will ruin shit. Uh, well, the velocity of that is, it's just under 3,000. I yeah. mean, it was only 60 yards away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're talking about, yeah, like, 28, 650, well, something same thing, like that. You know, and it's it, you heavy know, like duty. that one, that, what, that 338 load, I think it's a 200 grain bullet going, like, 29 something. It's uh, fast. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I was I was stoked because we yeah we finally got that load shooting really good and well it was good to moose fell down. Your dad's like, let's check it out. <laughs> and I had just talked to Tyler earlier, and his uncle had just shot a moose, and he waited for it for twenty minutes and was like, okay, let's go get it. And he walked over to it and it was gone. Oh, I mean, they didn't lose it, right? But he it got wasn't it. where they. But it wasn't, it wasn't where, where the thing fell, fell over. Yeah. So I'm sitting up there and I'm like. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to wait a minute. I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to watch like, it. Load it again. Watch I'm like, it. I and knew it's the deal, right there. I was and like, after the deal last if year. That, yeah. If that thing stands up again. Yeah, and after the fucking last year, I shot that thing six times before oh. it was finally dead. But I was like, I'm not screwing around. I was like, I can see everything right now. If that thing gets back up again, I'm going to let him have it. Yeah, uh-huh. But I didn't, at that point in time, I didn't realize that I'd shot him right in the fucking... Like, he was done. Mm-hmm. His back was broken, and he was shot through both lungs, both yeah. shoulders broken, like, done. Yeah. So, no, we went over, and sure as shit, he was just as fucking big as he looked when I shot him. Holy yeah. shit. There, he, he's not a huge moose, but There's shit. Even a small moose is a big damned animal. Dude, they're enormous. Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah. We could pull the four-wheeler right up to him, brought the canoe right up to him. Tyler's dad and myself broke him down. Got him back to camp that night. It was awesome, yeah. Ah, Late evenings, but damn, man. That's all right. Worth every bite. Yeah, you can (laughs) suffer through a late evening, and you've got a nice, hot, warm tent to go back to and good food, and that's nice. The Arctic ovens are so sweet, man. Mm. Just so nice. Yeah, like I said, this caribou hunt, we just went on – Used a, a single wall like Cabela's Outfitter tent, and for like for the price, it's a good tent. Yeah, you know, it was. Mm-hmm. I did never feel like it was inadequate, but it's not an Arctic oven. Yeah. You know, it's a single wall. Um, it's got some cool, you know, like well, which it depends because sometimes like that Arctic oven has a bathtub floor, and yeah. sometimes it's nice to have that. Whereas this this other one, it's got, you know, the floor is waterproof, but it's got a zipper. You can zip out and like roll back to put the wood stove on uh-huh. on the ground. Yeah, which some circ like in the winter time or you know fall time if you're in a dry spot that's nice. Some yeah. spots it may not be so no. nice, but um, you know everything's a little give and take. It was, but yeah, I was I was ha- I was satisfied with how it did for for the price, but it's no it's no Arctic oven. Yeah, I I keep hearing about them Arctic ovens. I I may have to get one. I know that the few times I've used my canvas tent and wood stove, it doesn't hold any heat at all. But man, when you wanna when you wanna get out of your sleeping bag, you yep. light the fire that yep. you pre-made the previous night, and it'll cook you out of there and heat your water for your oatmeal too. Yeah, no, and that's how this one was. I mean, when we were this caribou hunt. It got 
yeah, it was getting pretty cold at night, and we would... Uh, it looked snowy as hell. Oh, it was snowy, yeah. It was never getting above freezing. Um, mm-hmm. But we would... My dad was the designated stove stuffer, mm-hmm. and so he would set his alarm like every four... About every four hours, you needed to re, re, re-stuff that thing. And I had split a bunch, like I brought a bunch of... I got a pile, a raft of spruce back there, so I split a bunch, and we brought... And it... we gauged it about right but i mean you're talking like 18 inch long yeah. nice split spruce and uh we'd stuff that thing full and get it going like when the stove's ripping it's plenty nice and warm and toasty in there mm-hmm. it's not like it, it i what in in that tent itself is more dra- like it's the venting with it it's much more drafty if the wind's blowing yeah so it's not like it you didn't just, have long enough to build up a coal bed either no, it doesn't. It doesn't bake you out of there like an Arctic oven. Like, yeah, like that tent. It, it'll get you know. I mean, you say even thirty below, it'll get ninety, a hundred degrees in there. Oh, I've seen one of those spiral, those like spring loaded thermometers that was uh-huh. like pinned past one hundred twenty. It was like twenty five <laughs> below zero, and up in the hammock where you put your gear in the Arctic oven, yeah, thing was fucking pinned past one hundred and twenty degrees, and it's like. But I've since that was like the first trip that I ever took the Arctic oven on with that wood stove. Yeah, you've and learned how to dial your fire. I have. I fucked with the spring on the damper to keep it so where I can like. Put it was it a lot I better this year and, than and last year. Yeah, it was because I've like every time I use a thing, I learn a little bit more about like. Yeah. And that whole like just like I asked like, did you have a bed of cold? No, you didn't because no. you didn't weren't long enough and. Yeah. Those things act so much better. Those wood stoves, because he has the same wood stove that I that I have for mine. Yeah. And there's the sky's the limit on like what kind of wood stove do you yeah. want to put in your tent? There's you can fucking a hundred of them, nine hundred. Well, yeah, and there's like ten different. Yeah, twenty it's or a more Nico, different like kinds. Nico, like K N I dash C O. Um, they act awesome with a heavy like a three-day bed of coals yeah. going in them yeah rather they, than when you first yeah. fire them and up. now they say like i like looking in the booklet and winter like winter camping up here is just not even an option they say you know it's like oh make sure you put an inch of sand, sand. or dirt in the bottom yeah. but uh, i've never done no. that at all with mine anyway anyway like our it, it worked good and i i would the way like the layout of that tent it's about the same footprint but the tent, the the stove is in the corner. Mm-hmm. It's a square, but the stove is in the corner. Oh, whereas, it is a square. Whereas yours, the stove is in the middle, and you can run a cot on the back and two cots on the side. You can yeah. really only fit at least the cots I have two cots. So we had me, my dad, and the camera guy, and I was just like, "Well, we'll only fit two cots, so I'll just sleep on the floor." And I ended up like linking logs, like sticking. I slept with my feet under my dad's <laughs> cot, and it was definitely a little colder and freaking sleeping on the floor but you know we'd stuff the stove every like four hours and it was totally totally fine yeah Um, Yeah. i had a little bull moose in my neighborhood so as soon as i got back home every year we get a bull moose or two in our neighborhood so as soon as i got back home i got tree crap like all right i am not ever driving away from my house without this and I saw him a couple times. I never got close. There was a. There was one time. How like was that like little forked? He yeah. was forked. Yeah. He might have been barely palmated. Yeah. 
What if is I, it? There's got to be some. I've seen a couple of big bulls around town in the past. We've like, had a big one in our neighborhood before. It's really random, though. It yeah. seems like. Yeah. Um, you see I, them pop up like next to the Mitchell sometimes. Yeah. That's where I've seen all of them, the ones that I, I've seen. I can count on seeing a bull or two in my neighborhood every year. Mm-hmm. So if I was a compound bow shooter, I I could have whacked him. He was. He might have been sixty yards in the brush there, or in the pecker pecker pole spruce, on a neighbor's property. Whose permission I got to try to get close to him, but I didn't. I wasn't going to take a sixty-yard poke through the trees. Not with your fucking with my, bow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I wanted him bad. I'm not done yet, though. There's still that archery season in November. In the Fairbanks management yeah. area. Well, they're about to open up the the caribou, caribou yeah. too. I mean, I'm I'm hoping to you get gotta in go on shoot that. a couple. I'm hoping to get in on that. I gotta clean my gun. Don't hope, dude. And yeah, Temple. well, take it the two forty three. Just take clean the, your fucking gun. Take your two forty three on that. I man. hope to like, clean my gun is no, not the I right hope answer. To go. I'm gonna clean. My <laughs> okay, gun. that's more like. Just take what, that. Yeah. Take your two seventy or that <clears throat> two forty three caribou hunting. Man. Yeah, the two seventy does perfect on two on caribou. So does the two forty three. Two forty three. Two forty three does Aiden perfect on a moose too. You just got to take safety off. Safety should have been off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't blame the kid for that one though. As much mm, as I no. think, like, <clears throat> look, kid, I handed you the gun and you tried to get it in your sights and you didn't take the safety off. I can't be like that because he he was being safe, mm-hmm. right? He was hell he did, yeah. He did great. I screwed up. I guarantee, so if he got a clean shot and found it in the scope, he would have pulled the trigger and the safety would have been on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet the safety through the whole uh, process never came off. <laughs> no, I don't think it did because there was a point where, like, all right. <clears throat> If there's nothing in the chamber, I don't really care about the safety. Well, that's usually what that's, I... That's, that's how we roll, too. Yeah, that's yeah. my program. But if you put one in the chamber, you better fucking put that safety on. But you, and you obviously know who you're with, too, yeah. for that Yeah, for that to be, like, like your hunting program. That, that's... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't hunt with a stranger like that. I'd be like, show me, show me your gun. Mm-hmm. And you're not walking behind me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, when you know who you're... Anyway... Yeah. Yeah. So Anyway, moose hunting is fun as shit. Oh, yeah. oh so much fun. Then Dude. it's like, oh, it's all over. It sucks because I, you know, and then I was like, I'm ah, going to be gone for a few days, then just go up to go back out basically to pack up. Yeah. Like I would have had maybe like one day to hunt, but. But it was over. It I mean, was over, yeah. It was done at that point in time. Your dad had left. Yep. Because he didn't have any more time either. I was like, cult work. We're done. Like, well, let's get another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I was like, it was... You heard him. There's like four of them. Uh, <laughs> yep. I went. Well, and then oh, he God. said they were it still just... grunting and stuff when you While guys we were, were cutting yours up. apart. Oh, yeah. 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 No, it's but... unreal. Like, oh, God, it's so much fun. Oh. I love call Like, that feeling of when you know that you're calling and they're calling back and they're yeah. just like, Continually getting closer and I'm closer not getting and closer that on the to boat. you. I'm missing. Oh I'm missing that. God, I'm man, missing it, it is like so freaking cool to call moose in like that. The first moose I ever shot was the same thing. Like I called and called and called, and I was just like, "God, what am I doing? Just like chirping to the woods here? Like uh-huh. I don't know what I'm doing, you uh-huh. know?" 
and I get in the canoe. I'm like, well, we got to float way to hell down here back to where we're camping and everything. Probably ought to get going. And as soon as we get in the canoe, I just hear, and I'm just like, there's one. I'm like, oh, my God, there's one. There's one. So I start cow calling. and The same thing that I was doing with this moose, I'd, like, turn away from where, yeah. where the sound was coming from and, like, straight opposite direction call thinking that maybe like they can't pin which they can like i should just call right at them because it doesn't even matter they know exactly where you're at where that's coming from that's how they live yeah exactly and that was the first one that came out i shot i mean he kept was coming to me on a string too but i was in a canoe floating (laughs) and he was just coming down the edge of a slough and Uh and i just like the canoe was spinning, and I was knew that I couldn't paddle because I didn't know, like, will yeah. it spook or not or right. whatever. And every time the canoe came around and, like, I could, like, aim my <laughs> rifle at him, I was like, oh, maybe he's a little too far away. So, and then it would come around again, and I'd be like, oh, you dumb fuck, you should have shot him the last time the canoe came around. <laughs> and then it would come around again, and I'd be like, well, it's getting darker, but he's walking. And then I, the canoe would move away again, and I'd be like, oh, no, another time. And I was like, next time the canoe comes around doesn't matter whether he's walking, whether he's facing, whether it doesn't matter. Just shoot him. Shoot him. And he was facing almost straight on. He was like, caught, like uh, I wouldn't say quartered, maybe eighthing. Yeah. <laughs> and I shot him right in the chest, just like Tyler did. Yeah. And he just was like, face plant. That moose fell face forward onto his head. Uh-huh. And I was like, I turned around the canoe and I looked at Rob and I was like, did you see that shit? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, whoa, dude. He's like, I was looking through my scope, and I couldn't even see shit. And I was oh. like, it might be dark, but the loophole scope. Yeah. And I was like, I seen everything I needed to see. That thing just died. Sure as shit, man. But I called that moose right in, too, over the course of yeah. a couple hours. But they were not responding. I didn't know until we left that they had, like, literally multiple yeah. bulls had yeah. come into my calling. <clears throat> yeah. it, it's really cool when you can get them back and forth for so long and such a distance uh, it's yeah. fun that would be cool yeah it's like it's it's special you know like we're, it really we is. T- keep talking about like we get pissed if it's like oh we have two sits in a row where we don't hear a bull it's like the that's not the norm the norm is like oh you call and call and call and then eventually you know you hear something something or, happens yeah but uh we're in yeah. a good we have a really good spot we're like it is special, like what yeah. we got going. It really is. Yep. So man, it was it was a freaking hoot and show up and yeah. Like I said you yeah you well you got to drive that four wheeler quite a bit one. Oh yeah, after I know yeah the moose. I know when I when I when I changed out because the old man got up there right when I got back to the river with my bull and was like loading him in the boat and um and he takes off drive like i like all right just follow me i'll get you back on the trail and he rides a little bit he's like probably shouldn't ride this four-wheeler i'm gonna want to get <laughs> it yeah. was yeah it's pretty impressive how just yeah the pat like the low in power and torque yeah the, i bet the, that thing's got a lot of torque it the seriously tor- does dude you fucking pull up to the moose rip its leg open and then gut it and then grab onto the entire Fuck, they got it. I mean, that moose that I shot had to be all of 1100, fucking 1050, yeah. something like that. I can just drag it away from the gut pile. And nice. Any, like, literally, I, th- 
at first I was like, whoa, we can get it like right here. Like this is going to be perfect, blah, blah, blah. And then I pulled it and I was like, fuck it, might as well keep moving. Well, I could have probably, yeah. but it was shitty and everywhere else. Uh, but I was like, once I started pulling it, I was like, I didn't even have to reef on it. Like nothing crazy. Like I didn't have to like hammer on it and like use the winch no or anything. Just, just like, just back up and it moved to where i wanted it to oh. i was like i could have fucking dragged this thing back to the tent probably if nice. i wanted to if you don't have their antlers catching on everything uh-huh. if you have it like lined up right like you tie them up right behind mm-hmm. their antlers and on their head so that their chin is up yeah and they're you're dragging on their chest yeah you can move them freaking things good you're speaking about the moose interactions I stumbled upon. I didn't know what I walked into. I just, this big, this 48-incher materialized in front of me on the last day I could hunt. I was floating down the river, and I could see this clearing, and I'm thinking, all right, I've got to go look there. I'm meeting my wife in an hour at the boat ramp, but i got to go look back there. I didn't make the meeting. So I'm walking <laughs> through the brush. I'm walking through the brush, and I trip up in a pile of dead dry willows and they rattle under my feet. I about fall on my wife's rifle and I'm stomping the brush and cursing at him. Fucking, fucking, fuck. <gasps> Bam! I hear this loud crash and there's this 48 inch moose walking at me. <laughs> Swaying, rocking his antlers. <laughs> like 40 yards away. And I'm thinking, oh my God, it's charging me. I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no, he was just mm-hmm. doing his thing. Yeah. So. I wait for him to to kind of start quartering, and I blast him. And he jumps, and literally he goes, <clears throat> Like, no shit, yeah. clear my throat. Yeah. What did you do to me? Yeah. <laughs> and after, after I shot him, I could see the rest of the world again, right? And I see a cow that he's performing for, and I see the little bull he's that he's competing like, with. Yeah. And I think to myself, God damn it, I just shot the big one. Fuck. I'm by myself in a canoe, right? Uh, so now he's he's walking away from the river. Like, oh shit, I gotta stop him. I shoot yeah, him again. Keep shooting. Yeah. <laughs> and he stops moving and then like does a little circle like a dog laying down. And slowly he lays down. Dead. Still grunting and still rattling the brush. No matter. Yeah. As he lays down to die, he's grunting his gurgle and raking the brush. So I spent the next five, six, seven, eight hours cutting him up with that cow and little bull walking circles around me. The little oh, bull trying to mount the cow. The whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the cow like kicking her off or kicking him off. And she was yodeling, man. It was like they make a lot of noise when they're being harassed by a younger bull. It's yeah. unreal, that wild. Was, yeah, that was the moose season. I lost seventeen pounds because I got that one on the last day I could hunt, and I just I'd spent the season up to then dragging that canoe up and down the river, motoring where I could. Nothing like it, man. Then it's mm-hmm. over as quick as you. Yeah, yeah. That was that was my second moose. He was that was miserable. 
I didn't. Yeah, my wife, she gets home. She gets home that late that night after waiting six hours for me, and I don't show up. And she goes to work the next day, and she says to her coworkers, "Hey, he uh, he didn't show up. You think I should be worried?" And they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> One of her coworkers, who who we've become friends with, it's Pete Bust's kid, Jason. Uh, yeah, yeah. Him and him and Pete go out there dragging four wheelers and a boat to come look for me and. It was it was really sweet the way it all worked out. And I I got home on or I got home late, but I got to work on time. Hey, you're like, how come you guys didn't show up a little earlier and help me carry all this shit? Well, I so there were some people that lived near the boat ramp. Thanks, Pete. I I uh, as I floated by them with three inches of freeboard, they're standing on the porch. The two ladies are standing on the porch and they're looking at me like this guy's fucking crazy. Good big antler sticking out the canoe. The canoe barely sticking out the water. As I float by, I'm like, hey, you guys got a satellite phone? I'll cut off a chunk of meat you can have if you let me use your satellite phone. Yeah, sure, come on. So I hit the, I get to the boat launch, cut off a chunk of meat, go over there, give them the meat. They let me use their satellite phone. I tell Erica I'm fine. She gets a hold of it. It's pre-in-rage. Yeah, pre-in-rage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, those people feed me homemade clam chowder and liverwurst sandwiches. Oh, man. Nice. Yeah. And eventually they give me a ride back to the boat where Pete and Jason have showed up and loaded everything onto the trailer. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but. That's awesome. Man, that's moose season. It's... Well, whatever. I tell you what, I had a good, really good time. I bear hunted a little bit with your dad, but he's always got one of his buddies with him. Yeah. Um, But it was just Britt and myself. Like you left, he came out, and I had an awesome time hunting with your dad. It was yeah, like I was glad hundred percent. He... Like I was really it, my dad was supposed to be on this moose hunt, and he wasn't able to make it. Um, and it was very unfortunate because I wasn't going to even shoot a moose this year. I was going to have yeah. my dad shoot a moose, and the moose that I ended up shooting because my dad couldn't come as a non-resident. Like I was hundred percent. Like full on legal. Yeah, I ended no up being legal, a yeah. five by five browse, mm. you know, fifty three inch bull. Big damn moose. Yeah, nice an one. awesome bull. And it would have been awesome for him to shoot it. And I I honestly I really wish that he was the one that shot the moose, but it just didn't play out like that. But instead I had, Tyler's dad came out and I got to hunt with Tyler's dad, like one on one, Britt and I, and it was a lot of fun. It was cool <laughs> as shit. You know? It's really fun to hunt with people that are as passionate about hunting as uh-huh. you, you know as you are. And, yeah, you know he he had a lot of fun. He, I you know I can't speak for him, but he seemed like he had a lot of fun, and <laughs> I had a lot of fun, and it was it was super cool. And it was it would have been me by myself had he not come out right to deal with that moose. So and he's it was you know and awesome. I figured like he once we found out your dad couldn't come, I figured, and I and then I had to leave. I was like, well, figured to be nice because he's always helped us like haul stuff up there exactly. You know, and, and I'm like, yeah, you need to get out, get out of the office, and go do yeah, some stuff for a while, for sure. So, it, no, and it was really cool. And like Tyler's like, tell me how many times he's like, you guys got it dialed right in, or what did yeah. you say? What did you like, say? Man, this sure is nice, or sure is good like living, that. or something. Yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, he was just like, oh yeah, this is pretty sweet. You guys got this pretty nice. I was like, oh, throw another log in the fire, you know. Yeah. So. 
No, it was really cool. It was a lot of fun to hunt with your dad. It was, I had an awesome time out there. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, yeah, and pretty much, no, I waited to cut my moose up till we both got back because I was able to get it. I had to build a new meat hanging pole and it was good hanging weather. But yeah, freaking, I got 20, not like not counting the chops. I don't take, yeah, and I do different than you. I take my backstrap loin off the bone. Rather than keeping bone in, I I love leaving the bone in on everything. Oh man, I but like the bone in there. Yeah, I, I cut them all. I cut the entire backbone an inch and a half thick. Oh. Not counting chop, like there's kind of like hump steaks, which is mm-hmm. what I call like the front yeah. portion, and they're not like as nice a steak. And then chops, which is just the back strap and a chunk of rib and yeah. spine, and then like but T bones and porterhouses. I had. 26 of them out of that bowl, an inch and a half thick. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping to <clears throat> Which, whatever, you don't have to cut them up like, like no. it. It's, but uh, I, I yeah. enjoy, it's it's yeah. fast, That's, and I yeah. like them yeah. like that. I got a meat saw this past summer I was hoping to, I was hoping to break in. Well, you can I just see. shoot some caribou and I'm, use I'm it. I'm have to go do that. Yeah. Yeah, really the caribou are small enough, that, you right? can just yank the guts out and drag them, you know, get them back to the household and skin them and oh. cut them and hang in halves and like yeah. do it legit oh. it's fucking so funny oh. like you're like oh caribou is a big animal to deal with and then you're like drop a <laughs> fucking couple of moose and you're like fucking yeah, caribou a- yeah right no yeah. problem <clears throat> yeah, yeah like it's interesting well i'm going elk hunting in november and i just yeah interested i um, have it's different too where you're going to hunt yeah. elk uh, the elk that i've killed in alaska well, they're big, enormous. Yeah. yeah, those Roosevelts. Yeah, they are, and it's not like a caribou. It's yeah. like a fucking moose with short legs. Yeah, they're not not quite there, but big. You're critters, not just yeah. moving them around and shit like a caribou. You know, mm-hmm. like you would with a caribou. Yeah, you can. They you can are jerk a caribou around. You can the, these elk down on there no. on a fog neck. You yeah. don't just like jerk them around. You, even they? when you take the guts out of them, you're like, holy shit! It takes two dudes to like get it moved Get enough on their to back, deal know. with it to you know yeah take it apart you go on archery or rifle hunting for rifle elk. yeah and then odd ad after that hey. in texas so. oh man living the dream mm-hmm. yeah we'll see it should be fun i mean uh, yeah get that you got the chance to do it and gotta punch that clock you okay, know yeah, so you gotta do something me and the kids went grousing today. They dropped the hammer pretty good. That looked like such a Shit, fun, dude. They, fun day. They slaughtered it today. <laughs> yeah, I think we saw nine grouse. And what? And eight, got eight got dead? Yeah. <laughs> nine or ten, and we got... Uh, I've knocked the feathers off one with the bow, and, and I, I took one with the 410 when my kids couldn't see it up in the tree. But uh, Aiden and Liam with the 20 gauge and the 410 respectively just laid them nice. down. Lee, Lee got his first grouse, yep, right? First grouse. And, awesome. And his second and third and fourth. Right? Like, might as well just do it up good. Dude, if they're going to hold still, <clears throat> you might as well just go for it. We mm-hmm. did take turns. There was a couple times where I'm like, back the hell up. This is my turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did that. Oh, man. And that I, I missed with the arrow. 
You should go out to my house too. I'm like I'm poked around out there. Just go park in my driveway and walk down below my house. Yeah. Typically, there's a lot of rough grouse around. Ooh. Like I plug them off the porch with 22 every uh-huh. time I see them. Just yeah. you know, eat. Oh, have that for dinner kind of thing. Just go out there and park in my yard and go walk down below my house. Probably, walk around. There's probably some deep snow in your neighborhood by now. I, I doubt yeah. it. South facing. It's no, probably well, not, no, no. It's probably well, not I just that came bad. back and yeah. and. Really, there's like a lot of the snow has melted till you get back to town. Literally, yeah. literally like oh, really? hilltop. Yeah, so coming back over I, this way. We tried it's to go pro- hunt by the hilltop, and it was it was six inches of deep wet stuff. Just go out to my house, yeah. and I mean, it might just walk, so plug around right. a little bit. I mean, it's worth looking around yeah, at least, you know. Hell yeah, for rough grouse. Uh, right, like good. We the, we the got some chores to do tomorrow, but Monday I might be able to take my daughter yeah. and my nephew. Out. You know, you're always welcome. Just go out we there and think. fucking park I'll, my driveway. I like that comment. Someone you like was that that was one on oh. one of your vlog YouTube yeah. videos that someone's like, log. why doesn't Tyler come help you out with your never-ending chores? Because he's got his own never-ending <laughs> list of chores on the Who's other this? side of town. Who's this dude that randomly wants Tyler to help you work? <laughs> he's a guy on Facebook whose views I've are YouTube. He's somebody on YouTube whose views I very much appreciate. Please keep watching and Amen. share them. I watch every single. I'm subscribed. <laughs> I watch every time. Thanks. I last night I was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was like. You, you know there's a you know there's a rotate fucking oh, yeah. button on your goddamn video, <laughs> so it's not sideways. You're like, sorry about the sideways video. I was like, well, you just hit edit and rotate, and it's all straight. You know this, right? And you're like, and I was like, and on top of that, you can cut the fucking roots, roots out of a tree a with a sawzall with yeah. a twelve inch blade. I did it with an axe, and then yeah. oh, it I, looked like I, you were like I was sweating. working hard. Yeah, I know. I was working hard, man. I'm big on not sweating. Unless <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm on. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. so tomorrow we got some chores, including moving the RV over that damn stump. Dude, it's out though. Yeah, oh, yeah you got it out. Gone. I got. Right I won, on. damn it. Right dude, won. don't ever stop. Keep making your videos. Yeah, yeah, Carrie yeah. and I lay down at night, and I'm like, Temple's got a new video. Let's watch. She's like, right on. Let's watch I, it. I've, I, I love how your kids, like, yeah. your kids are always in there. They're always, like, involved with well, your videos. It's so, awesome. Like, all these videos is, it's just, you know, windows of my life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I want, I kind of, I kind of regret not not keeping the village life going so i'm trying to do that as best i can well, here. you don't live like i don't i you don't, don't live there anymore i don't it is what it is so but if if these little assholes grow up thinking that going hunting and fishing and trapping is something daddy does then when i'm when they're big enough to actually be a freaking help they're the, not going to want to do this well that's not what you're doing though no. you're taking so, them the whole time yeah like through the whole process yeah. since they yeah. were in diapers and i had to carry them in a backpack these little assholes been going out doing this stuff yeah shit you send us pictures of daughter and she's like yeah got her baby you're like don't point you make what? sure you point that out the right now. i was like oh i think she just waved it right at him and you're just close. like you didn't jump around no. you're like just a baby gun that's why we start with this we're like <laughs> Make sure you know where you're pointing that thing. <laughs> my so I'm I'm religious about that, and my you, boys well, you fucking they, better be. The boys got some four letter words thrown at them today when they were not. Like no, you 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 fucking you want to do this? Then you gotta. Mm-hmm. But they're they're always this shit's important. It is. Yeah, it it's is. like literally life and death uh-huh. situation. Uh huh. So they're. They're they're pretty good. They're pretty good. 
they they didn't they didn't muzzle me terribly they didn't muzzle each other they didn't you know chewed anything they weren't supposed to which is more than i can say for myself as a 10 year old no yeah, as a 10 year old where you grew up you're like bring whatever back we're eating yeah <laughs> no i've been i've been super impressed with how jed's done i mean of course like i that's from day one yeah Mm-hmm. You know, super on it about being safe and all has, that. Has he, he gotten to do much grouse in this year? Not a lot no, this year. He no. shot. He shot one um, after between moose hunting and, or maybe it was when you guys were still out there hunting or something. I took him down to the farm and he shot a bird. Oh yeah, yeah, that shirt that I yeah yeah his, his America Budweiser <laughs> face like. You got the kids again for one day, and and he's wearing Budweiser shirts. Or something <laughs> I, like fucking, I go to the dump to throw throw a bag of trash out, and I was like, "Ooh, it looks like a Budweiser shirt for a little kid." I was like, "Ooh, that'll fit on Jed, perfect." <laughs> but it, it's like the whole Budweiser emblem, perfect and font, yeah. But it and like everything about it is like perfect. But it says America, and then it's like <laughs> everything about like. America, rather than any of the Budweiser shit on there, but it just looks like Budweiser. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, Jed will wear that. Fuck yeah. Him. He'll <laughs> love it. <laughs> Man, you, the things people throw away. My last workbench came out the dump. There you I go. Got some shelves. Shit, <laughs> man. Yep. Oh, man. Well, speaking of throwing away, it's freaking. Yeah. It's getting late. It's getting late, but. God, you yeah. guys are fucking lightweights. I'm just fucking. Shit's <laughs> <laughs> over. I'm oh, done, man. Tim. I gotta go home. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. No. Good to see you guys. And oh, man, it's, it's been fun to hang. Been out. fun. Heck yeah. That was awesome. Shit. Awesome hunt season. I'm, oh yeah. We got a little bit longer. A little you know. Bit more. It would be. Got, it'd be cool if we could. I get, gotta go with some buddies on a yeah. winter moose hunt, and I got uh, hopefully going a little caribou this fall. Uh, little little further on in the caribou zone. Yeah. So it'll. Yep. Yeah, I'm should excited. be good. And yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm thinking like I'm finally seeing the light like with new baby and oh, like wife's job. Right. And now like now now like is my Faith job. Done? Yeah, she's done. She's yeah. just working um PRN, which is part you know, part time, just like depending on like you know, it's like two to four so days a month. No excuses yeah. when yeah. I'm like, Hey, what are you doing? You're like, Oh, oh I'm going like, hunting, what are I'm you doing? Writing. <laughs> I'd be like, well, guess what? Hang up your fucking pen. (laughs) (laughs) So are you you guys done having kids or is that? uh, Oh, I don't know. Um, Sometimes. You figured out where they come from though, right? This is great talk for the fucking podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. uh... (laughs) Well, I've been hearing them Fairbanks urology commercials on the radio (laughs) all the time. It's nearly painless. Um, Okay. So I had them knock me the hell out for mine. Yeah, I'm, I'm just one of them guys. I'm, you're not going to keep me awake for a vasectomy. I don't even like being awake at the dentist. So, yeah. My life's been so hectic that I had to go get a couple fillings. I finally went to the dentist after 17 years. <laughs> and all I had to do, I had like two little fillings. And my life's been so hectic, I was falling asleep while he was Drilling yeah. on my teeth. You're like, are you kidding me? This is like the only nap that I've gotten for the last fucking this 17 years. This is the years. only quiet time I'm going to have today. But, uh, yeah, no, life's good. It's just been, and uh, yeah, like, 
and fortunately, like everyone, I think most people listen to this podcast understand we're real people and got alive. It's just it's been a freaking busy, uh-huh. busy ass year, and you know, trying to get everybody together, especially as much as we enjoy it, it's it's not easy. Yeah. And uh, but as far as like on my end, it it should you know this new you know being on staff with Outdoor Life and everything, you know, I could still do the podcast. It should actually have more flexibility and time to do it. Yeah. So that's one of my goals too, is just uh, to get back in a regular rhythm with it. And it's fun. It's always, always nice here. And I got to get my stuff. buddy. I got to figure, we got to figure out how to get my buddy, Dave. Oh yeah. Season starts to fire up and he'll be like, not in contact for yeah. months. Yeah. I really would love to have, him come on here and talk about tracking deer. Yeah, like, even I if it's just with awesome. you talking to him, you yeah, know, and just I hearing some of the stories about honestly that. Honestly, think cool. that, like, I know a few people in my life that are absolutely incredible hunters that, like, are mind-blowing, and mm-hmm. he is one of them. Like, just knows animals, and yeah. it'd be really cool to get him on here Oh yeah, talk to him, but this fucking time of year, like, we're wrapping up our season and everybody down there is like just firing just you know their started. season is just firing up and so yeah i'll have to give them a shout and try and try and work that out yeah do it but yeah been, we, been we, fun man it's been a cool fall it's been a very oh, yeah. interesting fall for sure i'm really glad that we did well with moose because i was going into it i was it. bumming it was after sheep <laughs> yeah shitty man i was just fucking depressed i had to go like back to work and you know, between between sheep and moose, and I was just like, "This is fucked." Yeah, Normally I mean, I come back and I've eaten some sheep steaks uh, already, and I'm like happy about everything. And I was just like, "This sucks." Ride that high right into <laughs> moose season. Yeah, yeah like as you can see, my garage is like the result of I'm three still, months of just like still half throw th- throw shit together at the last minute and not get it put away. And so, like, I got I got some work to do gonna you know go through all my gear and get everything organized well, and repacked you know, that's just i mean it is what it is it just sucks it's a pain in the fucking ass is that snare cable holding your lights up on them hooks no it's no well it's some kind of cable it's the cable it came with ah double's but. gonna steal that shit when you, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're gonna leave he'll come back in and be like oh i can use that oh i can use that or yeah, someone yeah, you get to the point where you the lo- the line blurs between picking stuff up at the dump and taking it straight from people's houses. There's there's a difference between salvage and theft. And like, I know you were going to throw that away eventually. <laughs> that difference is chronological and geographic. Well, the lights were out. I thought that it was the bulb. <laughs> oh man. I will say I was good. I bit of me too because I seen temples. Like I think those are Kamek's, right? Are His trapper book. That was a solid call because it was Frank's. Like you well, know what? I'm going to bring warm boots this year. Well, we had Temple and I. I had a fire over at my house. Temple came over and we talked about these boots. And are they? Did you look at them? Are they Kamek's or are they uh, Baffin? They look like Kamek's. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got those same fucking boots. Yeah. yeah. Shit is legit. I yeah, like Frank's like, I'm not fucking around this year, Moose Camp. I'm bringing warm boots, and because last year I mean, we just freaking froze, uh, and we were wearing hip boots, we had fucking and, hip boots on. Uh, anyway, so like, uninsulated, fucking junk. So I Frank wore camics, like and I wore like the similar Baffin Trapper uh-huh. boots or whatever. 
and they were warm, but it, it's we were joking about because it. it's funny. They say like, "Oh, rated to seventy eight below." Yeah, it's mine, like, my my boots are rated to seventy below. Uh huh. And I never put toe warmers in till your dad was there. But sitting in a tripod at twenty five. 24, uh-huh. 3 degrees in that zone. Yeah. I was like, well, for 70 below, my fucking feet are cold. Uh-huh. Put toe warmers in. It's like, sure, it could be 70 below if you're walking well, what, or like it's moving like, and you're like pumping blood through your feet yeah. and everything, yeah. but there's no boots available that are as good as bunny boots. Yeah, I'm what would they say bunny boots same... are rated to 800 below? <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't think they I'm are. Not, I think no. that I think that the white ones are rated to eighty below or something like that. And I just got a pair that I'm going to try out this winter of the black ones yeah. that they say are only rated to twenty below. That's what I read. Is I'm, what the difference? It's. Yeah. A, I had to look it up because yeah. I was like, well, what's the difference? Why are some black and some white? You know. So I looked it up, but I have some of the original. The I don't know the Banta or whatever the Bata. hell it is. Bata, yeah, Beta. Mm-hmm. Bunny boots, so, which are supposedly the, the OG, yeah. the good ones. Yeah, yeah. And they never been used. Somebody that I know found them, gave them to me, found them in a dumpster. Ah! Brand new, tied together. Literally, they've yeah. fucking never been used. Jeez, the shit people throw away. And now I have them. I'm interested to see what they, the bladders still work. We mm-hmm. blow them up because mm-hmm. I think that's huge. When my, the other bunny boots, the white ones that I, started with that i've had for 15 fucking years Mm -hmm. the bladders when you blow them up warm all day as soon as i didn't they popped Uh, i started using toe warmers but i was just like eh, whatever i'm too cheap to buy that air bladder that air bladders is what makes you blow that shit up and ice man game changer so these are it's a whole new game like tester this winter. I've been, heck yeah. I had been <clears throat> keeping an eye out for some real small ones for my kids and come across some six and seven W's on the Facebook marketplace. Had to buy them. Had to buy them. They're supposedly in the mail today. Nice. Nice. You got them. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Well, if you want to buy my truck, it's on there too. <laughs> I saw that. I did, did you? I did see that. Gary. Some people are like, yeah. You Jesus, you that, that's expensive. Holy shit, or whatever. So like somebody's like, Jesus, I told you, you could sell your truck with a plow for the same price. What are you doing? Yeah. I was like, eh, whatever. I might as well start high. Because people are just going to try to whittle you down. That was like how my moose season started. Two days before we went moose hunting, oh. some cocksucker pulled out in front of me at 50 miles an hour, and I plowed them oh. at 50 miles an hour. Totaled my does, truck. It doesn't look totaled, like you did that. Though. No, it doesn't, but it's... According to the insurance company, fucked. <laughs> See that? I did, they did the same to me. Only mine actually did look screwed. But when my neighbor looked at it, he goes, "Nah, fifteen hundred bucks in parts and a little bit of labor. This thing will be good." Yeah, mine ain't fifteen hundred yeah. bucks for the shit to fix it. Yeah. So. All I know is the first two days we were moose hunting, I was like fucking hurting. Oh, you were sore from the well. Shit, I fucking yeah. Locked up my brakes and hit somebody at 50 miles oh. an hour. Like, they pulled, literally, a, basically a stopped vehicle, mm-hmm. pulled in front of me at 50 miles an hour. They just didn't see you coming, or did they want to die? No, they didn't see me coming. Yeah. Dude was, I, once I got the kid's license and looked at it, I was like, holy shit, I've been driving longer than you've been alive. Oh. <laughs> it's like, fuck. And he just wasn't, I mean, not his, you know, his fault, but... He just didn't. 
you know he wasn't he paying now. attention oh fuck yeah he's lucky he's alive now. he's lucky that i'm a, such a fucking aggressive driver because if i would have hit that side of that car i would hit the driver's side of the vehicle and just yeah, killed him you'd have punched him i right would have been not right right yeah. now yeah. you know shitty deal mm-hmm. so i acted very aggressively and i was just like i jerked the wheel he pulled in front of me and I jerked the wheel and I was just like, holy shit, do I hit him or do I hit Oncoming. all these other vehicles? Oh. And I oh. fucking kind of like pulled it back a little bit and just stood up on the brakes. And I hit with his motion forward and my like assessing the situation at 50 miles an hour, I ended up sliding into like sliding at 50 miles an hour <laughs> into the back side of the vehicle just behind the driver's side so i fuck man i couldn't live with myself i fucking hit somebody like yeah yeah horrible but still i go into like yes we're going moose hunting yeah 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 this is awesome to like fucking a now i'm gonna have to deal with all this shit yeah whatever it worked out you know the whole thing ended up you want to buy a truck (laughs) (laughs) so if you want to buy a truck call (laughs) up (laughs) call 800 eat my shit (laughs) (laughs) alright we're out of here uh, stay tuned for next time or something like that see ya